All right, everybody. My favorite episode of the week. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Figure It Out Podcast with me, Chandler Collins. It's football time. We've made it to the best time of the week. The weekend is approaching. I say, I always say the week is over after Wednesday. Nobody really cares what you do Thursday and Friday, you know, in terms of your bosses. They're in a good mood. We're getting into the weekend. We got the boys on the podcast tonight. Blaine Wheeler, Lucas Gant. Boys, start with you, Blaine. How you doing, buddy? M-I-S-S-O-U-R-I-S-T-A-T. And how about those? Blaine, I I guess is that how you're doing? Yeah, I'm doing I'm doing great off a off a hell of a week of football from the from the hometowners. Yeah, and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and just get this out of the way. How about those Hawkeyes, baby? (laughs) You got anything you want to say to me on that? Is that the only one you got right? Uh, Is that the only one I got right, Blaine? No, it's not. You got another one right. It's not on the. It's on the tip of my tongue. I can't remember right. But yeah. $20 twenty dollars is still. Did I send that in Venmo or not? Yeah, you did. I got it. You yeah. said good take. Yeah, I mean respect where respect is due. I was wrong. You were right. There's yeah. not much I can do about that. But don't feel too bad because my parlay was only fifty percent. Didn't hit. Uh, I knew I was doomed from the beginning when Oklahoma State Tulsa finished it. Under 51 and a half at 51, I had the over. So that really sucked. And then, of course, Iowa wins. But then it didn't end up mattering. Uh, Boys, I have a confession to make. I took a big, deep, large swig of that orange Kool-Aid. And that's that's called Texas. And woof, that was just flat out embarrassing. What an embarrassing loss for that program. They're going to come into the SEC and they can't even compete with what is normally a mid-tier SEC West team. Uh, good luck when you get into that schedule, Texas, because you're just flat out soft. I don't get it. I do not get it. Does anybody have anything they want to say about that? I didn't get to watch the whole game, but like looking at the box score and everything, it kind of it kind of looks the way that just how I – broke it down really that like they weren't going to be able to contain KJ Jefferson was just him doing the like the read option running the ball throwing some RPOs and he just kind of yeah. looked like he just diced them and then that defense played out of their mind which I mean Barry Odom's a really good coach and like they've got some playmakers obviously so I which when is the last time you guys have remembered seeing an Arkansas game with a crowd like that either I, I said that, dude. They added 25,000 seats. Dude, they were... that stadium looked like it was rocking. I think this mattered more to people from Arkansas than Texas. And I don't understand why Texas has this whole, st- like, stigma. Like, I think they don't even think that OU, like the OU game, is the only game they can get up for. Like, that's the only one where, like, they, like, show out or they feel like they're worthy. Well, they better get rid of that attitude, attitude real freaking fast. Dude, this they is to make – go – sorry. Well, I was going to say, say, they can't bring this mindset in when you – it's a lot more week in and week out. You're not rolling up to Baylor in the SEC, you know. Like, no offense to Baylor, but historically they stink. So, I thought you were going along. change. I thought you were going along the lines with two. This rivalry is not going away. Like, it's here to stay. And that yeah. was a true rivalry. It was a good call by you in the last pod, the old Southwest Conference. That is true. Fact. Uh-huh. And it's, 
It's going to be a great rivalry. It really will be. Um, Lucas, we've heard you now. How are you, buddy? How was your day? Um, maybe how break down the weekend for you? Uh, it's been a good week. Uh, you think norm- normally teams during a bye week are going to just take it easy. Uh, we've had two really hard practices the last two days. Kind of went back to like the camp vibe where you get a lot of work on the little things, like a bunch of special teams, a bunch of like two-minute drill, just kind of going back to like basics you don't get to work on week in, week out when you're worrying about game plan another team. So yeah, it's been kind of, it's been kind of not, not really relaxed because like I said, we've been working hard, but it's not as like intense. Uh-huh. But I mean, we've been putting the work in after an unbelievable win that we pulled out on on Saturday night. Right. And before you get into that briefly, I want to ask you, like, what uh, does two questions really in one? Does Petrino put a large emphasis on fundamentals compared to the last regime, or like when you're in the season, like nothing else matters but the other team? Uh, no, we do. We start out the same same practice setup every day in, day out. We do five sets of fundamentals. He changes up the fundamentals for quarterbacks, wide receivers, running backs. Like defense does something new every day. It's not like the same fundamentals. Like we have we have 25-minute period, like a five-minute periods, five by five. So 25 minutes individual every day, and he breaks it down however he wants. So, no, I mean – we did what ten minutes of indie usually with Steck staff or two yeah. sets of ten. So yeah, uh-huh. no, we do twenty five minutes indie just about every day. Wow, I love it. Um, yeah. I just didn't know because there's sometimes where it just seems like you know let's just maybe focus a little bit more on the other team, not necessarily fundamentals. But and like one little key tidbit that like listeners might want to know, and I'm sure I don't even think I've told you. I was just sitting there talking to him one day because. I've always hated it. Like, it's just a real annoyance to me about doing people. It's the, he called it Skelly, but it's seven on seven, basically. Yeah. And we do that every single day. And I was like, I just walked up to him, coach. I was like, coach, what's the deal with doing Skelly every day? I was like, is it just your favorite? You love seeing it. And he just was like, no, Lucas, like it's, it's how I, it's basically how I work out like all my pass plays and how you get reps. He goes, it's just the easiest way to get reps because we, we can run 42 skelly plays in 15, 10, 15 minutes. You know, it's just rep after rep after yeah. rep. He goes, he goes, I remember having this conversation with uh, what's the old Kansas State head coach? Bill Snyder. Snyder. Bill Snyder. And he was just like, because, you know, that was all run, 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 run. I guess he was working for him one time and was just like, you know what, coach? Why don't we throw in skelly? He goes, why would we need to do skelly when we're just going to run the ball? And he goes, well, just get different looks and then that the year after they started throwing in skelly they were like the set like second most efficient passing team like in the in the country wow so it just backed up like his theory on like skelly yeah we do that every day great story i love that i love hearing that um so how how, the missouri for those that don't know missouri state uh beats central arkansas um lucas what were the vibes like in the stadium uh kind of take us there um it was really a joy to see um because i've been a part of obviously so of you like just abysmal teams and yeah. abysmal crowds and i was i was battling all week just arguing with people i was just like fans aren't going to come out there's gonna be less than five thousand people like it's just not going to be a fun environment like it's going to be a hell of a game obviously but i just don't think it's going to be a fun environment and boy, was I wrong. And I was so glad to be wrong. 
there was, I think they listed it at 11,762 people. Wow. But I mean, I'm, I'm sure there wasn't that many, but it was around 10,000 to 11,000 and it was electric. Okay. I don't know if Missouri state does this, but I think I heard my, uh, one of my bosses say this, like it apparently whenever you do like the official attendance report, you include the teams and the staffs. Okay. So not and that like all personnel not, that are inside and stuff. Yeah. Like okay. not that it like would fluctuate like 11,000 is a ton of people, regardless of how many hundreds there were after that. But like that, that was just kind of some, like a fancy little tidbit that I had. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that makes sense that there, that could have juiced it up a couple hundred. Cause I mean, obviously we're going to have 120 staff and teammate and they're going to have the same. So, right. Yeah. You know, there's an easy 240 right there. But sounded like and looked like on TV that it was a good crowd, and um, now they are off this weekend, which is nice. And then we're back at home, right? Night game against the Coyotes. Correct. Yeah, huge matchup. So I guess I mean, really, I hate the week three bye, which we've had for the last five or six years, as long as I can remember. Yeah. Especially, especially now when like you're you have it built up in your head that you're going to make a, a long playoff push, and you might be playing till December, and you right. have to take your week three bye. So let's yeah. say we make a big run. Now we're just going to be going week in, week out till December. Well, how about this? Get a first round bye. I love that. Be a, be a top eight seed. Yeah, 100%. And, I mean, come on. Let's go. Um, God, God, it's just so sick to see out there. It really is. Um, I want them to just explode. It's a gold mine if they can just tap into it. Um, okay, got got a quick question for jumping into the slate. This is a little bit of a poll question for you too. Now that the NFL week um, one is over, um, I'm sitting here watching Bills Steelers just a replay, just to have something on the TV, and it caught my eye before we jumped on here. Um, like Bud Dupree, anybody want to guess what number he is? Defensive end for the Steelers. Eight. Hey, yeah, me and Johnny and I talked about that during the game. Oh, okay. Well, the reason I said that is because, ew. Like, I, I don't know how I feel about the numbers in the NFL. Boys, thoughts? <laughs> I, I mean, it's – I mean, I eight? Bud Dupree, that's disgusting. It is disgusting, but it's also like – I don't know. You've been watching college football for a while too, haven't you? Like, it's not – Yeah, but that's because they have so many guys. True, true. And, like, even when I was watching college football, like, th- before they changed the rule there, there wasn't any single-digit defensive ends ever. Right. Well, I don't have the a big problem ends. with it. Honestly, I really don't. I really I don't. don't. I have a problem with the taunting calls and some of the stuff that the NFL do- has done outside of that. But let me then – if you're bringing that up, I'll jump back to what you asked, Chandler, but – you guys, you guys didn't really get to watch the game. You know how you know ninety nine percent of football players hold the fist up for fourth down, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We we it was a we stopped them on a third and five, like on a, a pivotal point in the third quarter. We our team just goes like this, not even to them, not even taunting. Fourth down, call us for taunting. Fifteen yards, first down. Oh my god, that is so Oof. whack. That is such was, an FCS ref move. It was unbelievable. And then to back to what you asked, the only complaint I have is the dickhead move by those two Panthers guys 
like switching an hour before game time. Are you kidding me? Like just so like as in the equipment world, let's say they have their jerseys perfectly ready to go for, and then an hour before they're like, you know what? Fuck y'all. I want to, I want to be seven. I want to be yeah. four. Get a jersey okay. in an hour. <laughs> I, That's thought you were gonna, yeah. I thought you were going to take a different route to that. No. I, I thought you were going to go with, it was just like a douchebag move to do like to the other team. No, but like, your own team. No, you know that they planned that before the game. They had those jerseys ready already. I don't know that because it didn't come out all week. And then they literally like the thing on Twitter. So like, I didn't look into it that much, but the, what it said on Twitter, Twitter was an hour before game time, Shaq Thompson and the other kids switched jerseys to, to seven and four. Speaking of fucking uniform mishaps, remember when the chiefs had that mishap in new England? You're going to have to Blame. refresh me. I don't know. I really don't. We remember we went, we were playing in new England and our equipment guy fucked up or whatever. And the pl- and the bags didn't. Come oh, on I the remember flight. that. Well, it, de- it was delayed. Yeah, it was the play yeah. delayed. Yeah, or some shit, dude. That was that. But we did. We beat them by like thirty that night. I think that was. Uh, the we night. did win. Yeah, we actually. I think we did win. Um. But yeah, we dominated them. That was. We watched that at Ebbets and. That yeah, was, was wasn't fun. that that game we talked about last week, the week one where Kareem Hunt went off. No, this we didn't have Kareem for this. This was. Two years ago, maybe. I think it was 2019. Oh, it was? Yeah. A, okay. I know the one you're talking about. It was, was definitely Evans. 2019. It was the same year we won. Hayden Nichols we, was there yep. with the Patriots jersey on. Which he is – he's such a fake Patriots fan. <laughs> <laughs> and I know he's going to listen to this. It's ridiculous at this point. But, okay, boys. Let's jump in. College football. Let's get to the slate, boys. Uh, this slate – Looking we, at it, we, hold on. Do we want to recap it all? We're we just going to jump into it. No, no need to recap. Okay, love it. Nope. Uh, let's just park week two. Nobody had a great weekend. We don't really need that mojo going into the weekend to even go over it. So let's just not even talk about it. I did briefly mention though that I did not do well, so I don't even want to talk about it anymore. I mean, I obviously can advise people on what I think, but I obviously can't send in college bets because it would be illegal for me to do so. Right. Disclaimer. Good disclaimer. Yes. Good disclaimer. Great disclaimer. Uh, Um, Disclaimer for me, too. I also had a a pretty terrible week. So, yeah. So, we're not even going to bring it up, folks. We're going to get right into the week three slate. Um, I've been listening to some other people talk about the the slate. A lot of people like it. I don't love it. I think it was kind of a tricky slate, especially in terms of trying to win some money. Um, I think there's good games, but, like, betting is kind of a nightmare, I think. Um, I'm going to start off with the the nostalgia game is what I'm going to call it. Nebraska at Oklahoma, um, bringing back a really old rivalry, a historic rivalry, a, a, a nasty rivalry, uh, which I listened – or I read a article on ESPN today. It was very good about the, the game. Um, it was, like, in 1971 or something. I think it's called the Game of the Century. But uh, it it's a it's a nostalgia rivalry. But tell me, somebody tell me how OU doesn't win by four scores. The only thing that I could see being like the difference, and it's not even have to do with football because obviously, like Oklahoma is a way better football team. But it just seems like one of those just like trap games, like where for some odd reason, because Oklahoma has one of these every year where they just play a stinker. And they should kill somebody by 40. 
Yeah. Well, I just feel like I don't know why, like Nebraska, for some reason, is terrible, but they just somehow show up for this game and it's a trap game. That obviously is a slim chance of happening. Oklahoma probably rolls. But just in the back of my head, when I looked at the slate earlier today, it's just like that seems trappy. Well, the only argument I have to that is, oh, you kind of already laid a stinker. Yeah. The Tulane game? They only won by five in Norman. Yeah. Got it away. That's what I was uh, going to say. They too, didn't know. look good. They no. didn't look good in that game. Now they come back last week and like beat, I think, what was it, Western Carolina or something like that by like 69. I think they won 69 0. I think they put up 70, didn't they? they that's, the point is, they beat them a lot to yeah. a little. Um, and so I think if Spencer Rattler just takes care of business, I don't think Nebraska has been them really. Well, Lucas, to your point, that's my. <laughs> Whenever Oklahoma has in the last year and a half not played well, it's been because of Spencer Rattler. Like there's yeah. no really telling. It's if he go out goes out there and throws two picks, Oklahoma is not Oklahoma. Their yeah. offense is so good. I mean, but then it's just it's what Blaine said. It's completely predicated on quarterback play because like, yeah, they could probably go out there and run the ball for 200 yards, but they don't want to do that. So like, if they no. can't do that and they can't set up anything. It'll be a close game if Spencer Rattler doesn't play well. Obviously, you can say that about any game, like when your best player doesn't play well. But I don't know. Yeah. It just seems it just seems trappy, man. And also, I think the athleticism on both teams is astronomically slanted towards Oklahoma. I think they're just going to be able to out athlete them. But I guess we'll see. Um, moving on, uh, this game I really love Cincinnati at Indiana. I have that as a part of my parlay. Um, I really, I mean, Indiana isn't necessarily the best litmus test uh, for for Cincy being able to compete with the big guys, but at least it's a, a group of five versus a power five, and I think the group of five rolls. Cincinnati is a is a four and a half point favorite. I love it on the road at Indiana at eleven a.m. as well. I mean, Cincy, get there, wake up, play. You should. You're better than Indiana in every single way. Blaine, what do you think? Yeah, I I agree. I think. Excuse me, goodness, but Indiana's secondary. I was reading up on this a little bit. I don't know a ton of details, but I think they're a little bit injury riddled. And I, you know, Cincinnati's really, really good. I believe in their coaching staff. I believe in what they've been doing for the last two years. It's hard to yeah. hard to pick against it. I absolutely agree. 100% agree. I think this is – like everybody Everybody around the league has been saying that Indiana is just that fraud team, like had a miracle season last year. So, I think 100% – Everyone says that. Yeah, they're just like – they're the biggest fraud alert team out there. Yeah. But Counter- – What? What's Counterpoint is Indiana has been tested already. They have been tested already. So Very true. That could mean, you know – Cincinnati, where has where has their true test been yet? Maybe Indiana brings a little bit to the table to to create a scare, but four and a half is just not. That's what I was saying. That doesn't scare anybody. Yeah, they right. might. I got it at four. You got it at four. Yeah, not even if at you, four. If and you a half. saw like a thirteen or fourteen, you'd be like, "Ugh, what?" But it's only four. So, but like... that's a line like this makes me. I hate it because Vegas knows something, and they are usually right. Yeah, I know, but I love. Desmond Ritter, he's like a really dark horse Heisman candidate. He started out the year. He was at some 
some talks. I'm not saying he's going to be in New York. He's massive like, too, right? He's like 6'5", 220. Like yeah, I think he's a boy. big guy. And I think he can move pretty well. Yeah. Um, and my, uh, Michael Penix stinks. Well, and you know, like, their defense is going to be coached up. I mean, Luke Fickle, that's – I mean, that's just what he did at Ohio State. Yeah. So, I mean – And he has had his name – I didn't write this down because I think they stink now. Uh, I was high on USC. Not anymore. Um, Luke Fickle kind of been floated around maybe the job, but I don't think he's the guy. People said he's not really the guy. He doesn't he's a, seem He's flashy. a Midwest guy. He's he a doesn't Midwest seem flashy guy. enough. Yeah, I agree. Right. Not flashy. Yeah. Um. So, okay, Cincinnati minus four, first leg of the parlay. Moving on, we have the Battle of the Virginias, two different Virginias here, Virginia Tech at West Virginia. And before I get into this, um, I'd like to – I forgot about this game, dude. I was really wrong about <laughs> Illinois at <laughs> Virginia. Dude, I even tweeted it on – I either tweeted it when I saw the score on Saturday or it was on Friday – before the game, and I was like, I would like to just admit that I was really wrong already about Illinois because, my God, they got their ass yeah. handed to them. I think we didn't blame you and I both tried to tell him. Oh, like, yeah. You, yeah. You, you, you said Bronco did. Mendenhall is not going to lose that game after yeah. Indiana drops it. I said that I asked if he saw Indiana's ETSU score, and I think Jimmer had to Google it. Just <laughs> It was a shock. UTSA. Yeah. Put some respect on the Roadrunners blank. Sorry, sorry. Same difference. ETSU, East Texas State. No, it's, they did have an upset, but it wasn't very ETSU cool. beat somebody week one, FCS yeah. level. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. But anyway, sorry for the quick tangent, but I just had to admit, <laughs> what a horrific take by me, honestly. Um, but Virginia Tech at West Virginia – this is a question game for me. We're going to play a little game on this game on this question. I kind of thought that these two schools are kind of even in this aspect. But I will start with you, Lucas. Which school would you rather go to, Virginia Tech or West Virginia? Are you asking me as a football player or as a student? Um, you know what? Let's take athletics out of it. What oh, which team would you rather root for? I'm going to I'm going to Morgantown to burn couches 100%. Okay. On the, um, on you the don't, but do you think about Blacksburg? I bet Blacksburg is lit. I, I think it's only lit inside the stadium when you're playing Inner Sandman. It doesn't really get me going anywhere else beside that. Like West Virginia just seems like a town I'd like to go have a few beers at for okay. more than yeah. you. No, West I Virginia is pretty notoriously one of the yeah. bigger party schools in America. Yeah, it's massive. That's why the, anytime they do something good, I mean, they're literally throwing couches out of frat houses and burning them on the streets. Yeah. Yeah, there's there doesn't seem like a place with a lot of rules. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you're probably gonna be able to get away with a lot. Um, <laughs> but uh Virginia Tech has skyrocketed into the rankings, and this is another home dog. I believe West Virginia is plus three at home. Virginia Tech is ranked fifteenth. Nope. I think it's it? minus three. I think West Virginia is minus three, which is West Virginia's crazy. favorite, yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, I said that wrong. My bad. Yeah. Um, West Virginia is minus three, is what you guys were saying. Somehow, yeah, I don't, I don't understand that one either. After but, losing to Maryland, oh yeah, true. I forgot about the Maryland game. Virginia Tech, though, I okay, I know that they beat North Carolina, but are they the fifteenth best team in the country? I just don't think so. And this is kind of a this is I think this is I think it could get a little bitter between these two fan bases and Morgantown. 
I believe it's like Milan Pusker Stadium or something like that. It's a rowdy place to play, a tough place to play. Can Virginia Tech, are they really 15th in the country good? If they are, they can go to Morgantown and win. But, boys, I have some hesitancy on this. I'm, I want to kind of ride West Virginia here. I want to see, Blaine, I want to see what you have to say before I talk. I'm not riding West Virginia because I don't know enough about who they truly are. They haven't been, they haven't played anybody really. And when they did play a, you know, a, a big conference team, they lost. So I'm not going to put my money there when I don't know enough about it to be just completely blank about it. Virginia right. Tech, Bronco, Mendenhall, it's only a three and a half hour drive. They're going to make it. No, not Bronco. Mm-hmm. I'm Virginia looking at Tech like a, is Justin Fuente. No, Justin, Virgi- yeah, yeah. Virginia, I'm sorry, is Bronco. Yes, Justin yeah. Fuente. I apologize. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm just saying that's a that's a it's it's somewhat of a rivalry, but it's a short drive for one of the best teams in the country. It's not uh, it's not a three it's uh, if I'm getting three points, I'm putting it somewhere where uh, a team that I know is good. Okay, but did you just say you think Virginia Tech is one of the best teams in the country? Well, I mean, when you're a top 15 team, you're one of the better teams in the country. Yes. Okay, fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure I heard you correctly. Lucas? I'm, I would only bet this game solely on the fact that it, like, co- like just battle of the coaches. Like, not necessarily the teams, because the teams, they seem, like, pretty average, like, across the board talent-wise uh, compared to each other, like, pretty even. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Justin Fuente, the guy, he was coached at Memphis and brought Memphis up whenever they yep. were good, good. Mm-hmm. I think he's just way better. He, I think West Virginia has the coach from Troy, where Troy had like two good, like an eight and nine win season team. He His name just, is Neil Brown. Neil Brown, yeah. I think I, this is just like who's a better coach, and I think yeah. is a, a step above Neil Brown right now. And I just think that definitely could be, he'll, but he'll um, go in there and probably he'll probably win that game. That just yeah. that's the only that's the only thing I can see happening is just like picking who's got the better coach because they seem pretty even across the board it'd be i think it'd be good if virginia tech went there and won um just to maybe hopefully get the acc a little like going a little bit like i wouldn't mind seeing somebody from the acc beat clemson i have some questions about clemson as a matter of fact i'm gonna skip ahead okay good little segue here i'm gonna skip ahead in my list and i'm gonna get to the georgia tech versus clemson game I'm not saying that Clemson's going to lose this game. As a matter of fact, Clemson probably wins. But this is a game that I circled that said make sure Clemson is, like, actually really good because this isn't uh, a game that a bad team – or, excuse me, that a good team can can lose is the Georgia Tech. And I think Georgia Tech is kind of scrappy. I mean, they've completely transformed that team. It's – incredible like when they brought that new the, the new oc slash head coach he basically runs the offense going five wide it proved last week how awesome it can be but good for them glad they're up, kind of might be on the up and up this is just one of those games where clemson comes out and is probably up by 28 in the first half this is where somebody would want to jump on clemson first half full game because i think they'll probably just roll this team okay i mean i i'm kind of hoping so because like I don't mind Clemson, but at least have somebody to challenge. I think this is where you hop back on like a Clemson bandwagon because that's what those like these Mm -hmm. top tier teams do. Like they get down and then they just pick a week where they're just like, you know what? 
we're going to step on these guys' throats. And I feel yeah. really bad for the Georgia Tech Jackets, but that's what's going to happen, I think. Yeah, they did catch them at a really bad time. Yeah. There's no chance. I, it's a 28-point line. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. I think they'll cover that it. easy in the first half. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to bet so. this game at all. No. But th- this is when, like, the, these teams, this th- that point spread shouldn't matter to you. Like this, this is like an Alabama. Like you don't, you you don't. What is it? You don't lose money betting against. You don't win money betting against Alabama. Right. Ever. This is. I mean, this is this is one of those games. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, to me. Two. Okay, folks. Sorry. First time on the podcast. Technical difficulties. Um, completely my fault. Zoom membership ran out. Blaine Wheeler to the rescue to finish the night. Blaine, thank you, buddy. No problem. Um, we were finishing up Georgia Tech Clemson. Just wanted to say, uh, Clemson, you better show up for this game. And it, sh- it needs to be a 30-point win, 20-point win for me to, to uh, you know, verify you, I guess, as we could, as we could say. Um, moving ahead, I think probably – Eh, you could argue the other one, but this one I think has the most intrigue um, just because of the schools probably more so than uh, other, uh, but it's Bama at Florida. Really excited for this one. Um, but, like, we've talked about it before. I mean, if Bama, as long as Bama shows up, I mean, it's they're going to boat race them. And I don't really think you can tell me otherwise. I mean, I don't believe – and I don't believe Florida can beat Bama on a, on a perfect day. A lot of people are caught up in the well, – will get caught up in the numbers of this game. Florida, 11th ranked team in the country, right? They're just – I don't know that they are the 11th ranked team in the country. They might be, but I think Alabama's that much better. Mm-hmm. Florida's almost a little bit down from last year, even from some of the stuff I've heard. The little have Kyle Trask. Well, yeah, but, you know, even just in whole, so. Okay. Well um, – I mean, just you can't bet against Bama, right? You want me to read their last seven matchups? Who? Florida's? Florida, Florida versus Alabama. Yeah. Starts from 2009. It's Alabama. Then I'm going Florida score. 32 13, 31 6, 38 10, 42 21, 29 15, 54 16, and then 52 46. Okay, now. 52 46. That was last. Last year, or two Last that year. was a championship game. Yeah. yeah. SEC? Remember Kyle Trask? Yeah, you were yeah. Right. Um, Okay. Uh, I'm curious to know. <coughs> Taylor, can we pause for a second? I hate Dan Mullen. Oh, hot take. Don't like the guy. I don't like the program he's running at Florida. I think there might be a little bit of hate just from the Mizzou and, and seeing how it, he reacts and, uh, you know – some of the debacle of the Florida LSU game with the shoe throw and him chirping at the players and just how he carries himself in SEC media day and all. I just don't – guy just puts off a bad aura for me. But You don't vibe with him. He doesn't pass your vibe check. Doesn't. I mean, that's uh, – I like Dan Mullen, but I, you know what? I like that. Honestly, if he doesn't like him, or if you don't like him, you don't like him. So, but Lucas – I'm back to what I was saying. I'm curious about how many of those games were in the swamp. I do think that adds a little bit to this game. Like, can the crowd affect Bryce Young, his first true road test as a starter? You know that place is going to be – initially it's going to be on 
fire, dude. I would love to be down there for that tailgate in that first quarter because regardless of what actually happens, that place will be electric city, dude. I can't even imagine it. Um, it looks like the last win Florida had against Alabama was in Gainesville, and it was 2006. And that's probably Urban Meyer. That would have been Urban Tebow. Meyer and Tebow, right? So it takes that, and I'm sure that game was even close. It was uh, 28-13 against, oh, an unranked, okay. against an unranked Alabama team. That was Nick Saban's first year, was 06, two, I think. A two-score game in the swamp against uh, yeah. with, a, with a two-time national champion and Heisman winner as reported. So this, this is in my head just looking at all that. Like I think this, this seems like an absolute ass-kicking blowout is what it should be. And if it is, you might as well just go ahead and book Bama as yeah, because this will this will be the this will be the game where it's like fraud alert for Florida. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like they get just trounced. But you know, it is a tough place to play. I do think Florida maybe hangs around for if if Bama wins. <laughs> I think Florida keeps it close. Um. But I guess maybe I could see Bama pulling them out too. <laughs> You're always going to be careful about those for like one of the first big time SEC games of the year too. It is one of those, but yeah, that's where true. things could go tremendously wrong too because you don't have yeah. a lot of report on the team. So, but if I was going to bet, I'd bet Bama. Um, but that game will be fun watching that. But the at the afternoon game on TV too will look awesome. Oh, is it? Is it that? Is it the three o'clock? It's it's CBS the SEC two thirty CBS. Oh, yeah. yeah, we're gonna get Vern. Yeah. Is he still on it? I I was about to correct you. I think he didn't. He do his last year last year. Yep. He might yeah. have. I hope not, because his voice is. I don't. Sick I don't think it. you're going to get your little thirty minute power nap in with Vern putting you to sleep, which I love doing. <laughs> yeah. True. Um, yeah, that'll be a great game. I can't wait to watch that. Um, the next one I have down. Um, just a quick mention of my boy Nick Masoner. May I've made this bet within the last two years. Won it both years. No. I won it last year, lost it the year before. Um, I bet Nick every year uh, $10 that Kansas won't win a Big 12 game. So um, that bet kicks off tomorrow, or excuse me, Saturday. Baylor is at Kansas. Um, had to mention that. Also, I think I might sprinkle a little bit on the over. I think both defenses are bad. 50 is the uh, uh, over under. Come on. Both I mean, teams can score 25. Kansas had, you also, Kansas had you puckered up a little bit, big boy. <laughs> yeah, they, they did. No, they didn't. Yes, I wasn't did. worried. Why would I have been worried? Because I know that line moved, and I know you didn't bet it, and I think you pro I think you got it. You might have got it early when it moved to 27, which would have been a push. No, I bet with Hayden on minus 26. Oh, he oh that's what it. it was. So you didn't, he didn't yeah. get the accurate line. You, you kind of snubbed him out of the half a point, which cost him a push. Well, sorry, buddy. He, he, yeah, <laughs> he agreed to the line, and uh, and I just stole twenty bucks from him like it was nothing. Well, I, mean, I think that even really good. I think that was a. I mean, it, obviously not a win for Kansas, but like it. That's a good team, Blaine and Chandler. That Coastal Carolina team's a good team. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. I'm not talking it about was Kansas. close. It was close to the first quarter, first half of that second quarter, and then even into the third, they yeah. had a chance. Like that. I, that's why I said I think that 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 Jay, like Jay Bean. I don't know what his first name is. It's something Bean. That kid. That kid Jason. seems just like a gamer. Yeah. Like he he'll, like he'll run. He is not afraid to run the ball. 
Guys, what are you talking about? They lost by they lost by twenty seven. Chandler, so you didn't watch the game then. It was not that yeah. bad. Seriously, it was. I I followed it because I was like, you know, I could I actually could I actually watched that game because I had like it was what Friday night. Yeah, it was yeah. Friday night. No, was, I didn't get to watch. I, I didn't get to watch. It was a low key entertaining game. Better. It was a low key entertaining game for real. I bet it was, but that coastal team. That coastal team's really good. Yeah, uh, McCall quarterback Grayson, yeah. Grayson maybe. Yep, Grayson. Grayson. Yeah, they're good, dude. I mean, they were good last year, obviously, and I think they kept everybody just about, and probably added some key transfers. I haven't looked into it, but okay, the team will make some noise. I love it. Uh, I'm gonna skip. So that game, nothing to mention other than the bet. Uh, I'm gonna skip forward here. Uh, the other biggest game of the day, maybe even more intriguing than Bama, Florida. Um, Auburn at Penn State cannot wait for that atmosphere either. That'll be an atmosphere and a half. Um, Auburn kind of a mystery so far. Got a soft spot for him because of my boy Cole. I'm definitely cheering for Auburn, but I don't know if I trust Bo Nix in the wideout, dude. That place will be electric. Is it confirmed? I mean, is it confirmed a whiteout game? Oh yeah. yeah, you should check out my tweet. I trigger warned Cole because. It looked awesome in that video. That seems like an absolutely no-brainer, and you'd think they'd get a lot more than five. And if it's only five, that seems like a – Right. And I put think it on the board. Board, yes. <laughs> I think a lot of it has to do with Auburn. I think that their defense is just going to be able to travel, and I don't think people are sold on Sean Clifford at all. I think that they are – I think their offense is kind of stagnant. Here's the thing about this game, though. It's, it's kind of a little bit of like the Texas Arkansas being pissed that Texas is coming to the SEC and Arkansas just showing out all their people. When an SEC school goes to Penn State or goes to a Big Ten school, there is just they want to kick the doors off of them. Penn State's yeah. gonna be fired up to beat the shit out of Auburn. And I don't, you know, I'm sorry, Cole, but Penn State minus five. I think it's you a must-take. You, you think it's a must-take on Penn State? Yeah. I think, it's, I think it is. I don't know, boys. I, I mean, I think – okay, I think Bo Nix is better than Sean Clifford. Um, I on, think a, on a skill standpoint, probably, but, like, as a total, as, like, a quarterback, probably not. Bo Nix, will make, Bo Nix makes errors, like dumb errors and bad throws yeah. at bad times. Give he me a, a, a less athletic, less skilled quarterback that's just – I don't know. I, I'll, I'd take a game manager here over Bo Nix, honestly. Okay, and I like that too because you get a lead in an environment. You can just kind of maintain it. I'm staying away from it. Uh, um, I think it's kind of too much of a toss-up. I think Auburn – I think this is a game where Auburn could out-athleticize Penn State. Honestly, I really do. I think that could play a big, big factor if Auburn can capitalize. And what a way for Brian Carson, I believe is his name, to start his career um, as the uh, as the Auburn head coach. Yeah, it's it's Brian Carson or Harson. Is it no, Carson or Harson? Carson? I don't think it's Carson. It's okay. Hars- I think it's Harson. Um, but regardless, the head coach of Auburn first year would be a great way for him to start. Um, I have. A yeah, surpriser. I have a surpriser uh, game in my parlay, probably one that maybe flew under the radar a little bit. Oklahoma State goes at Boise State. Interesting. Like game. 
Yes, and I took Boise Moneyline in my parlay. I okay. think that uh, Oklahoma State has not looked good. Um, they got super tested by the Bears, but I was going to say they really haven't been tested. They struggled with Tulsa last week. Majorly. They barely, barely beat Tulsa last week. And Boise probably could have won. I mean, the long snapper gifted them a touchdown. They should have – and they lost by five on the road to UCF. Right. I mean, so I don't see how Bo- Boise was a uh, – I think they're favored maybe even, if anyone has that information. But half. regardless, yep. I have them money line um, in, as a part of my parlay. And I think that is probably my mortal lock. I, I don't like see how it. that – Yeah. Boise was up 21 to UCF in that game that they ended up losing, if I'm not right, if I'm not mistaken. So, and you're not mistaken. Yeah. Lucas? Everything that you said, like, it checks the boxes, like, as a great bet because, like, you, you listed all the stuff. But, like, I mean, Tulsa should not have even been in that game because Tulsa – Tulsa lost to UC Davis that 1917 game week one, which we called. And, uh-huh. like, Tulsa shouldn't get dominated like they did, like, up front. Like, they kind of moved them around just – I mean, Tulsa shouldn't have been in that game against Oklahoma State at all. So, I think Boise State's obviously right now. It might – down later down the road, you might see Oklahoma State figure it out and be the better team overall. But currently right now, Boise State's, Boise. A, better, Boise State's a better football team than Oklahoma State. Yeah, I completely agree. So I think that's a great – I think that's a, that's a good one. And then um, I'm staying far away from this game, even though I think um, I'm going to say what I would do, uh, and I absolutely want to watch this game bad, is Fresno State at UCLA is like the last – one of the last games of the night. What is Fresno State? I mean, did they just somehow match up to have like one of their better like teams ever besides obviously the Derek Carr and – uh, I don't, I don't know, dude. Monte Adams team. They, why are they playing all these teams? They, they almost beaten Oregon. Oregon, dude. Yes. They I... should have beaten Oregon. And who did they? Oh, they killed UConn. You killed UConn. Should have beat Oregon, and now they're playing UCLA. Yeah, but didn't they play USC last week? No, 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 no. No, USC yeah. played Stanford. Yeah. And fired their coach. And I mean, look at that. Yeah. The <laughs> success that UCLA's had, and they're. What twelve point favorites? Twelve is yeah. I don't see. I don't see twelve. I was gonna say. I going back to the game. I would bet Fresno State plus twelve. I think this game is like down to the wire. I mean, there's no nothing in the history of Fresno this year tells me that they can't go on the road and compete with a Pac-12 school. And Oregon probably better than UCLA. I mean, Oregon just went on the road with Ohio State and won, and Fresno should have beaten that team. So this is this is one for, like, the listeners if they want to listen and take, like, a, an advanced pick because I obviously can't take it, but what I would do if I could, this is when you do, like, a little two-team teaser because you'd like to have a little extra and bump that up to 14 to get nice. you a little two-down comfort. So pick you another team. Let's say Boise State, right, who is what was their what was theirs? My plus I just have them money three and line. a half, but they were plus three and a half. So let's say you get a, a if you take a two team teaser, it's going to bump it up four points. You're getting a touchdown now at, at Boise State, and now you're getting two touchdowns with Fresno State versus UCLA. That seems like a nice and easy fun bet for somebody to do. I yeah, like I love, love, love that. Yeah, um, and if you want to do it, I think you should do it if you like those two games. 
<laughs> yeah, I might have to look into that, honestly. Yeah. I really like where your head's at. Um, some quick side bets that I really like from this weekend, then we'll move forward to the NFL, which, Woo! Blaine, I know that revs your engine, buddy. It revs mine. Um, um, some quick side bets. Michigan State goes on the road to play Miami. Uh, the line is 56. I say under. I think both those teams are not good, and uh, both their defenses are not bad. So I think that stays under 56. I think 56 is a lot for those two inept offenses. Miami, biggest fraud of the season award, perhaps, at the end of the year. I mean, my God, from going from 14 to only winning, beating Appalachian State by, what, two, was it? They barely beat them. I think that's just – It's hard to come off an Alabama week. To, to play any kind of good, but, yeah, that's still bad. Really I just bad. don't think – I don't think if you're Miami, I think that's just embarrassing no matter what. Absolutely. But, um, okay, I, like I already mentioned this one. I love the over 50 and Baylor at Kansas. I think, you know, kind of the same thing. The opposite, though, I think they're – I think these offenses, like you guys have both been saying, I do agree, Kansas' offense has improved. Baylor always an offensive school. Um, their defense, both defense, Kansas defense obviously is not good. And Baylor is probably isn't up, you know, it's probably better than Kansas, but not by much. Uh, I love that number. And then the last one, I like Minnesota, Colorado. Minnesota lost their running back for the year. Tim to a, uh, to a knee injury. The, uh, the line is at 48. I say under, 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 because both those schools, Colorado just scored seven points last week. I know that they were playing against a really good defense, but come on, seven points. You're a power five school in the Pac-12. You got to score more than that to do anything for me. Under 48, I absolutely love, love, love. You pick any overs? I've got, I, when I was scrolling through the games earlier today, I had one that looked like a fun watch for people. I overed Kansas, Baylor at Kansas. Okay. That was yeah. the only over I have. Look into it and see if you want to add it to your board. Mississippi yep. State, Mississippi State at Memphis. I have that one written down as a game, but I wasn't. I just didn't talk about it. That that's gonna be a that's gonna be a fun ass game to watch. Yeah, Mississippi State. Um, they win by one to Louisiana Tech. Then they have NC State coming to town. That was like a game that people were really hyped about about how NC State was like good, could possibly could compete in the uh, ACC and see what they would do. Um, when they go to Starkville, and a lot of people picked NC State in that game, at least to cover. Yeah. And they got killed. I think it was like a four and a half point Mississippi State favorite, but it was, I've been pretty sure, I don't remember what the score was. They won, by, they won, they, they won by 14. It was 24 10. Mississippi State won. Okay. Then I thought it was a little bit worse than that, but still, I think that's a good solid win for Mississippi State. Probably a really good momentum builder. I think they go on the road and beat Memphis. Memphis is coming off a 55-50 game against Arkansas State. Okay. And, I mean, like, you got Mike Weeks on the opposite end. huh? Yeah. Their offense is just going to be better than, than I, Arkansas State. I, I think that, and it, it's only at 64. Ooh. The so, over. you're saying over, over, over. I love it. I love it. Uh, okay. Wait, hold on. Now. Before you jump to your, your boys in the NFL, do I not get to talk any FCS? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lucas, give us some FCS, buddy, please. I, I, don't, I, don't have any, I don't have any big upsets where people are going to be just scrolling through, looking at their phone, being like, oh, who's this team? I wrote down right. three games. They're going to be some absolute good games, and I don't, 
I mean, I've been wrong once or twice, so that's it. I know my FCS football. I've right. got – I know how improved with Shiano is at Rutgers. Still not buying into Rutgers. They're playing a really good Delaware team, which makes the playoffs just about everywhere. It's a Blue quick hands. little – The Blue Hens. It's a quick little trip. I think Delaware keeps that close. Obviously, there's no line out available. That's going to be a good watch, something you're scrolling through your phone, you're just like, oh, shit, who's this, who's this Blue Hen team keeping up with Rutgers? And then another classic matchup, Richmond versus the Villanova at Villanova. Mm. Two, yeah, two really good FCS teams. Yes. Early Shout out matchup. Joshua Fletcher. Yes, he's there coaching. Yep. I think that's going to be a really good fun watch. And then game of the week, dude. I don't. Did you even look? James Madison at Weber. Oh, what? Yes. Two powerhouses going at it. That's, James two, top, that's two top five teams. Going to Weber? Yes. Wow. I yep. You might have to go Weber in that one. Do you? I don't know. I haven't seen James Madison. I've seen Weber play. I watched them play Utah. Yeah, I mean, this is a I – mean, this, is, this is a potential Final Four matchup every year in the college football playoff, and they're playing week freaking three, baby. That's Great matchup. honestly awesome. Great for the FCS. I, yes. They need to promote They need to more. do that more often. 100%. I don't get it. To, yeah. I do not get it. It's such good football. It's crazy. Anyway. That's going to be a great game. All right. That's all I have to say. People, if you like watching some FCS football, tune into those games. They should be good. If you like football, yeah, James that's, Madison okay, yeah. at yeah. State is 7 o'clock Saturday night on ESPN+. Plus. I mean, if you like FCS, you're, you got ESPN+, Plus by now. But yeah. – I'd almost tune into that game over a lot of the seven o'clock slate on the on the, you know, on yeah. the FBS level. Let's Completely look at it. Unless you know, you could go back Auburn, Penn State, and flip it around. But if we, you know, if we say Penn State is gonna okay, wait, let's Auburn play a quick like game. Will. Okay, let's play a quick game. I have a couple games written down here. Let's see which game would you rather watch: James Madison at Weber or Iowa State at UNLV. <laughs> Easy call for all of us Easy. here. I think. Yeah. Okay, would you rather watch it or Fresno State at UCLA? I think I'm picking. I think I'm picking UCLA. I think, I think I'd watch too. that one. Which one? I think I would watch UCLA game for sure. I'm interested yeah. in that team. Okay, would you rather watch Mississippi State Memphis or the James Madison Beaver State game? That would be a tough one. I'd have to flip back and see the score of the Memphis. Oh, oh. I think I'm going to pick the Mississippi State game just because I'm going to shout out my boy Brandon Walker. I love him. So. <laughs> I, I think I would. I think I. I think I'd lean James Madison Weaver just so I could see what how they look. If it was at Mississippi State, I'd take that one. But I think I'm going to go James Madison Weaver too. I like yeah, the yeah. FCS power. All right, we'll do one more. Michigan State Miami doesn't do anything for me. Madison and Weaver. Michigan State just makes me yawn. Yeah, so, you couldn't pay me yeah, to watch Michigan for real. They are a boring ass team. They yeah. used to be dope though, Blaine. We talked about it. I think yeah. we all three did. Yeah, we did. They used to be badass, but boy, I love that college football. There are some good games on it. I don't want to talk that much shit on the slate. Just a tougher betting slate, I think. I've got that one parlay out. It goes like this: Cincy minus four, BYU money line. I forgot to mention that BYU money line, Boise money line. And I'm taking K-State to win. I just think they're a better team than Nevada at the end of the day. I know Skyler's out and biased. So, come on. Parlay, 10 bucks to win, some good money. So, 
Here we go. Um, moving right along, we're going to move to the NFL here. Blaine's favorite time of the favorite time of the uh, week. Um, I before we get into the slate, I'm gonna let's do some recap. First thing I have written down in my recap is Wolf Titans. Titans bad, yeah. Titans really bad. So you look at the game and you you see what Arizona because you weren't very high on Arizona this year, Chandler, but. God dang, Chandler Jones, five sacks in one game in an NFL on an NFL roster and on an NFL field. How does yeah. that happen? And against Taylor Lewan, who is a really good left tackle. Yeah, and I hate to say it, I, I think I texted you, Chandler, Derrick Henry, they made Derrick Henry look soft. Yeah, I completely agree. He did not run well, and he's all on my fantasy teams which maybe we should all back up and we should state what our fantasy record uh, was for the week in, in all, all of our leagues. I was two and four. Two and one. Oh, and two. Did you say blank two and one? Two and one. I was big on Antonio Brown in the offseason, and he had a hell of a week, and that was my flex in all three. So I, uh, yeah. I, I'm 0 oh and two, and I only did two leagues this year, and both leagues – I missed the first minute of the draft due to football practices oh. and got auto-drafted Saquon Barkley both leagues. That's tough. Yeah, I have Saquon in the league. I'm not playing him tomorrow. I think Odell could be a sneaky one for you, but he's out again this week. We might talk about that a little bit. but Yeah, okay. Um, but, yeah, the Titans. Um, Derrick Henry didn't run well. They have no defense. We talked about that earlier. That was going to be an issue coming into the year. Their defense sucked last year. It didn't really get any better. Um, They can't cover anyone. No. It's also tough when you get – you don't have Arthur Smith there. As we talked about, he's now at Atlanta. And you get a new OC coming in for Tennessee. It just was a – it looked like they had a new OC. Simple as that. Against yeah. Watt, Jones, some of those guys on that defense, they were not ready to play at all. And they I got boat raced. Have a, I have a feeling that I uh, might have to send out an apology tweet to the Cardinals. <laughs> I'm going to maintain – I'm maintaining my take that I think they're not good until they aren't. But I have a feeling I'm trending downward. They looked nasty. By the way, Cardinals – Helmet, crazy underrated. They have, like, this white, like, gloss white to them. And then the cardinal, it pops for me. It does it's something a, for me. It's called pearl. It's called pearl white. It, but, it like, it looks like a bird's yeah. egg. It's called, it's called pearl white. It's <laughs> it does look cool like color. a bird's egg. Dude, it looks like a cardinal's egg. You yeah. know, I think cardinals have baby blue eggs. That's irrelevant. Or maybe those are robins. Maybe that's why the Cardinals have an off off blue. St. Louis Cardinals have an off blue color. Blaine, you could really be onto something, my guy. Um, <laughs> well said. Moving on. Having a good time on the podcast. God, I love you guys. Let's go. Second for- thing I have written down under my recap, Jets suck. Awful. <laughs> Holy what did you expect? I mean, are you going to expect much out of the Jets? This year, I thought he, they looked okay in the preseason. Blaine, they yeah. didn't look bad. People were high on Zach Wilson, and I watched him for a game. He looked good. He looked good, but I'm not going to be big on the Jets for the rest of the year, and there's no reason to be. And they lose Becton as well. 
week one. Only so. a sprained MCL. He's only out for a few weeks. But he's, you lose him for the next few. You get the Patriots, who are out yeah. for your blood this week. And I don't we'll know who they have the Patriots. week after that. But it's just a, a tough draw for an 0-3 start because it's going to happen. So That game went exactly how I said it, 19-14. to 14. Yeah, I bet yeah, the over fast. in that game didn't even get close. Yeah, fast. That's just that too was... bad. It's too bad. Offense is exactly what I said. It's just like it's not. It just wasn't going to pan out. Two quarterbacks who have never played with their respective coaching staff, all that and above. Like it's week one. That's a good. That was a good call by you, Lucas. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great call by you, Lucas, and it was a horrific call by me. Like, looking back, I don't even know what I was thinking. I can't even justify it. Like, it was so stupid. However, I do think the Panthers could sneakily be decent. Um, so, keep that in mind. Next thing we'll move on to here, uh, I wrote down Denver, three question marks. Maybe you should put exclamation points. They looked good, and I think they they're looked- going to be good. Yeah. No, keep going. You can keep going, I, I think the the AFC West is tremendously uh, overlooked in the off. I'm not. I'm not putting too much stock over beating the Giants. I'm not That's putting too was... much stock over the Raiders beating the Ravens after all the injuries that went down. But uh-huh. they're both quality rosters. When you go down the line and you look at it, there's there are two decent teams, and I think Denver has a pretty doggone good roster to make a little bit of noise and make a push. Yeah. Um, I do too. I think uh, I actually I bet on Denver minus three. That was an easy bet, mm-hmm. honestly. Maybe my easiest of the weekend. So that was I was actually kind of rooting for Denver. Had that on the small screen while Chiefs were on the big screen. So I, we, uh, just, I, we all I think we were all in agreement on that one. Like we thought it was going to be a, a stinker of a game, and I guess I really didn't look at because you know like I feel like I say it all, all the time talking about offensive lines. Looking at the Broncos' offensive line, I mean, it's pretty solid. They drafted that kid out of LSU a couple of years ago, Christian Berry. He's, he's fucking massive. He's good. Dalton Risner, that's a K-State guy, right? Shout out Dugan. Yeah, Garrett Bowles. I think they mm-hmm. picked up Bobby Massey in the offseason to, to solidify the other tackle. And then Graham right. Glasgow, Michigan and I guy. Think, what about Connor McGovern? Isn't he there? No, he's, oh, he he's, plays for the Jets. Oh, he started. Yeah, but he, he started at center guard for the Jets this week. He used to be in Denver, correct? Yes. Okay. But yeah, no, that offensive line's pretty solid. So obviously, if you have a good offensive line and you've got some decent running backs, which they have, and you got that the perfect game manager of all time, Teddy Bridgewater, exactly. if that defense gets lined out, I think you guys could be onto something. I think Blaine, you said it. I that could be a. I mean. That seemed like a team that's built to win eight games at least and be in some games they shouldn't be in. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. It's a team that's going to sneak up on some few guys and that I'm going to bet if there's a, you know, a massive line that shouldn't be a massive line. I'm putting it there. I think I saw um, – um, it was I think it was Chubb, uh, Bradley Chubb, who said something about <laughs> the Broncos haven't had this out of a quarterback that has been like a solidified guy that can rally the troops – yeah. can throw that third down pass, can be relied upon since No, Peyton, they have not. Since Peyton, and they haven't, which is also only three years ago, but they haven't. And that brings something to the team to where they got a little more mojo behind them. So, yeah. And they have – if if I guess he would be a one or two defensive coordinator in the league if he was just a defensive coordinator with maybe him or Mike Zimmer. But, like, 
Nick Fangio is one of the best defensive coaches in the league. So you add right. that to the team too. Yep. It's yep. just, I mean, just solid team. Always going to be good on that side of the ball. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, Denver did kind of wear me out. We'll see though. I mean, it is the Giants. I mean, teams that's, can look that, good against. And that's what I'm saying. We said it like we thought it'd be a stinker. And like, obviously we, I think we underestimated the Broncos just a scoach, but like, I right. don't think we're giving them a, like, all, all bowing down to them. I mean, they beat up on the Giants. Right, right. Yeah. Just something um, to look out for. Good call. Yeah. And they get yeah, the Jaguars I, and Jets right after one and two and three. So they're going to go three and oh and make a little bit of, of noise. And we're just right. getting ahead of it. Those two. Wow. What an easy ass schedule. Jeez. Mm-hmm. They play the Jets this week. Jaguars, then Jets. Oh, okay. At Jacksonville. One more note on Denver. No Jerry Judy for the year i don't know about year but like then again year. they loaded up at wide receiver dude they've got so many young studs on in that wide receiving court yeah it's gonna hurt a little bit but i mean kj hamler good yeah he's like he came in and replaced him he's really good they, they're really high on kj hamler yeah. portland too no and judy judy's only a four to six week as of right now so he'll be back okay. but all right yeah. well that's you know better than the year i guess um, moving forward, uh, you know, I'm not gonna we're not gonna spend much time on either of this, either of these two things. Tampa, they got the win. I, they looked a little shaky. I think they're a team that gets better as the year goes on. Obviously, I mean, I mean, like this Tampa Bay is not winning the Super Bowl, but I don't think you can panic on it. They're gonna get it figured out. They're gonna get a little sharper. They're gonna get tuned up. I'll they, hand, I'll hand up and apologize to the listeners that and the Cowboys fans out there. I did not see Dak Prescott going out and doing what he did. Right. He right. played well. Yeah, we'll talk about Dallas. Unfortunate yeah. for Dallas when we get Correct. there, too, is they're just not going to be as good as they were week one this week. So, yeah. No. Um, Packers, woof. But All I, I, <laughs> Packers, woof. But, I mean, I don't think you can panic. Uh, Rodgers, first off, they're saving graces. That division is horrific. So they are in no jeopardy. They are better than every team in their division right now. What what team in the in the NFC North would you take over the Packers right now? I mean, the Vikings lost a decently bad game to Cincinnati. So I think that and that was the game. I think we all agreed on. I think that was the only one game we all agreed on and got wrong. Right. So, I mean, kudos to us, but that that was kind of a slap in the face. But yeah, I, I hear your point, Chandler. Yeah. So, and I think, you know, Rodgers didn't play in the preseason, not that he normally would anyway, but, like, he wasn't around the team. Get him some time. They're fine, I, unfortunately. I hope they're bad. I don't like Green Bay. But. I, I do, too, and it's just one thing. I don't know what Joe Barry, their defensive coordinator, they brought him in this year, first-year defensive coordinator. He got absolutely exposed to nobody at wide receiver for New Orleans well, with the new was, Jameis Winston. So It was what I said. I said the offensive line was going to kill him. They ran the ball for 171 yards at a 4.4 average. Yeah, and they, I'm not going to put my – I'm not going to bet on Green Bay with until I see it. I don't I don't trust it. I don't trust your Yeah, at this their point. defense isn't that good. No. I guess this is more of a question of do we like the Saints more or do we hate the Packers more? I actually like the Saints. I've said it on this podcast. That's what I'm saying. Are we are we putting more stock into that, like buying into the Saints, or are we selling Packers? Oh, buying! I want Jameis to do well. I have a bet with Curran. We're 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 buying. We're loading up on New Orleans Saints stock, not selling Green Bay. Uh, 
Right, correct. I think I'm just going to hold and see how the market goes for the next three weeks, if that makes sense. Yep. Okay. I like it. You can do that as well. Um, And then my last note is Rams. Okay, I think the Rams are very good. I I just don't think they beat Tampa. At the end of the year, if the team stay healthy, they – that their roster just doesn't do it. They they just don't. The guys they have on their team just don't beat the Buccaneers. I'm sorry with Brady, they just can't do it. Okay. Oh wait, are we? Are, so are we jumping into week two? No, we're jumping into. To no, the no. I'm saying like if you know, like NFC judging them off week one. Yes, exactly. Because I, I think it's it's one but, and two right there. For but me, here's Tampa the thing, Jim. If there is a defense that can keep up with Tampa Bay's high power. I mean, did you watch Jalen Ramsey Sunday night? He looked fucking unreal. So they're now playing Jalen Ramsey. They're now playing him in the slot as well mm-hmm. as outside, and they're kind of moving him wherever they want to across the field, and he was just disgustingly good. Yeah. It was honestly was amazing awesome. to watch. They're kind of playing it like a basketball where it's like we're going to put our best defender on who we think might kill us here. And then we're just going to let everybody else play kind of a zone and just figure it out. And yep. that's that seems it seemed like a built-in cheat code. It was pretty great to see. It was great football to watch. I mean, he would, you know, it, it's second and nine, and they pretty predicting a screen. Jalen Ramsey's just blowing up the wide receivers in front of him and blowing up that screen or doing whatever he wants, just using his brain more because he is allowed to instead of sitting there popping sunflower seeds in center field waiting for the ball. You know, exactly. Like. Uh... Freaking Daniel Sorensen. We'll get to that. But um, Jalen Ramsey, five. Hate it. He looks so much cooler as twenty, dude. The five is terrible. I hate. I hate it. I really do hate it. I don't know why. This is this is bad for like being somebody that follows college football pretty religiously. Is that what he wore? That's not what he wore at Florida State, was it? I don't think so. Right. I think he wore twenty. Blaine, do you remember? I don't I don't remember. I've never not seen him in 20 though. I don't think he even wore five at Florida State. I'll look it up. But boys, I mean, yeah, you can keep talking about it. It, it it's a weird number. I just don't like it out there. It doesn't belong out there. I don't it's just as weird. But okay, <laughs> Blaine. What he was wore, he? He wore eight. Oh. At Florida what? State. I don't like going to three different numbers. That's dumb. Yeah. Okay. No, I mean we we don't have to get to talk too much about it, but yeah, I agree. <laughs> Stupid look. Oh, no, that's just that's just funny. Yeah. Um, all right, Blano, take us take us into the NFL, buddy. All right, let's go to church on Thursday night. We're going to the sermon in, in Washington. Um, the football team is only minus three, so Washington favored by three, playing the Giants at home. This line just makes me scratch my head. I don't really – I mean, I know Heineke is playing for Washington this week as Ryan Fitzpatrick just tragically, which I hate, is is now injured and out for a lot of time with a hip injury. But with Washington's defense, with how bad New York looked week one and how much I just don't trust the Giants, what, what, what's your take on this? I think I got I to gotta stick with Heineke as he proved last year in the playoff to be decent. Uh, yeah, and, and taking Washington. I completely agree with you. Um, I am betting on Washington. Have my bet place. I took the. I took the. Uh, I took the minus three and a half, or was it minus three or three and a half? It's three, three, three where I half. have it, but yeah. 
It's forever. I think I have a minus three and a half. I still love that. I the Giants stink. Saquon, I'm not playing him in any of my leagues. Uh, I don't think he gets a, any sort of like worthy workload on a short week. They are already nursing him back to 100% health. There's no way they're going to just like give him 20 carries on a short week. I just don't see it. Mm-hmm. Um, the Giants, the the football team, their defensive line, their front seven is just too good for the Giants. I mean, Daniel Dimes, king of fumbles. I think Chase Young. I'm calling it right now. I wonder if there's a prop bet out there. He, Daniel Jones has a fumble tomorrow night, 100%. Chase Young over how many sacks? Are you going to go 1.5 or are you going to get – Yeah, two? I love 1.5. Okay. I'm, I'm interested because, what that prop bet is, but it, all for you listeners who are degenerates, take a look at that prop. Good call. Yeah, you, you got to imagine that uh, Chase Young is going to get at least one. I think he's going to eat. Um, if, go if ahead, I'm, Lucas. Yeah, I was just going to say I, I went all in on – Kamara last week for daily fantasy players and just to dominate a game. I guess he really didn't, but he did look pretty good. I think Antonio Gibson this week is is the is the play in this one. I think I'm with you guys. I think yep. Washington probably rolls here. And if they yep. don't, they're still gonna dominate them and control the game. And it's gonna be a heavy dose, of Antonio Gibson. Yeah, I like Gibson in that call with having Heineke too. Yeah. They're not gonna throw the ball a hundred times. So Yeah, no. I think he's gonna get twenty I mean, he got 20 carries last week. He'll probably get even more this week. And he can catch the ball out of the backfield. So a check down machine, probably Taylor Heineke this week. I think you take any prop bet you can get on him on over rushing yards, over total yards, touches. He seems like he's going to get a lot of work this week. I like it. Also, side note for this game, um, NFL has been promoting this. Kind of uncharacteristically a lot, excuse me. Um, NFL Hard Knocks is coming out with a – press release during this game at halftime supposedly something new is coming with hard knocks right. hopefully something new is canceling it because that shows no be so good, no it's so no boring so i think that it was so bad that they're gonna have to move something with it they said that hard knocks is gonna be released where and when they said in the preview so that kind of leads me to think that it's going to be a team is going to be followed this nfl season by hard knocks throughout the year okay because so i've watched i've watched those there's it's called the amazon yeah amazon prime i don't what do you know what the series is called off top oh um all access all yep no 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 but it's all something all or nothing yep all or nothing all or nothing yeah, yep. they have. They did a couple on soccer teams. I watched the whole Leeds United one. Great. I've watched the Cardinals one that they did mm-hmm. on the Cardinals. If they do that, then yes, I will. I will buy the fuck back in because those are. You sweet. Need to, speaking of that, not to get off topic of sports, you need to watch the New Zealand All Blacks one. Have didn't mention. Okay. I, didn't, I didn't know if we wanted to talk rugby on here. Have Lucas. Sweet. This the, no matter what episode day you are on, you can be on Monday, Wednesday, or Thursday. You can talk rugby. <laughs> we can talk. I'll talk at any time. If you if you can talk, if you can start talking about the sport of rugby with me, please let's get let's get after it. I need to buy into rugby and start bringing some hard rugby facts once a week. I've been telling you to get into it since I met you. <laughs> I, I've been telling all my friends to get into it. I don't know why no one likes it. But we won't get off on it. We'll talk about it later. But right, I, go I, ahead, Blaine. Yeah, no, so I think we're pretty pretty clear there. We're going to take Washington minus three, and yep. and we'll be waiting for that hard knocks. Okay, so 
We get in a noon slate Sunday. Let's change it to Sunday. Um, Lucas, I really like this game for some reason. Cincinnati, Chicago. Chicago is favored by two and a half at home. And Cincinnati kind of shot some people uh, against Minnesota. And I I thought, you know, this is one thing I want to mention up. I really screwed up last week. I bet teams that I like. I like Minnesota. But my God, in Chandler's words is, is how he usually says it. My God, this was a game where Minnesota had many opportunities to win against Cincinnati and didn't. And Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, who had a lot of question in the offseason, Jamar Chase goes for over 100 yards. And, and Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals look pretty good. So we got a pretty good matchup here in, in Cincinnati and Chicago. That, I, I got to watch quite a bit of that game. And – I mean, just looking at the stats, like Joe Burrow, 20 of 27, mm-hmm. 261 and two tutties against Mike Zimmer's defense. And then, then, like, them rushing Joe Mixon 29 times for 127 yards is absolutely bonkers to me. I remember everybody, like, because keeping up with fantasy and stuff, I like playing fantasy sports. Everybody all year, all the experts were like, sell Joe Mixon, sell Joe Mixon. Like, he's one of the worst people to draft, like, high. Boy, how wrong were they? The kid mm-hmm. looked unbelievable. That team, like, it, obviously they didn't look awesome. Like you said, they had a lot of chances to lose that game. But that team looks spicy. I don't know if they're going to be good, but they look spicy. Yeah, they did look pretty spicy. And I, it's, this is a really hard game for me to pick because you get Chicago, who you saw against one of the best defenses in the league in, in the Los Angeles Rams. You're not really sure where Andy Dalton is quite yet. I can't, I can't predict that there. David Montgomery went for 16 for 100 as well against that front, which is decent and not bad. And Cincinnati's defense isn't great. Dalvin had a decent week. It wasn't great either, but it's one of those toss-ups that Chicago minus two and a half, you're kind of betting on playmakers in this one. Like, who's yeah, going to make I, the big play? I think that I think that this you just watch this game and have fun watching it. I don't think you bet this game. Mm-hmm. Unless you have to be a degenerate bet every game, I think you just stay away from this one. Yep. I don't know, Chandler, do you have something on it to, to swayed me in any way? Well, that's funny that, it's funny that this conversation went this way, and I'm really glad it did because I even had written down – all I had written down was Bengals at Bears. Plus, three, I had it at plus three earlier, but I guess it's, <laughs> it's moved now to, to plus two and a half. And I was, I was going to take Cincy, but I was going to have you guys talk me out of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, and that just like goes to what you guys were saying. Like, I think the Bengals did look spicy, and I'm just out on the Vikings. I think they are yeah. just a boring ass franchise. They're not cool. I don't really like any other players. Like most of the teams oh. in the NFL, like I could, I like a player on the team. Like, I mean, I like, Rewind. I like. You I can't like cheer Gallagher. for Adam Thielen. Or eh. Justin Jefferson is spicy. That was going to say spicy, but Mike Zimmer Dalvin just Cook doesn't know how to put it together. Nor I does Kirk Justin Cousins. Jefferson and and Alvin. But no, Thielen doesn't really move the needle for me. I don't really care. And Kirk Cousins, Ugh. horrible. I bet on that guy for three years, Chandler Collins, and he has burned me for three years. I'm done. Not betting Minnesota and for the I rest just, of the year. Right, and. Uh, I, I, the, the Bears can't be as bad as they were on Sunday night. There's just no way. That game, I barely, I could barely watch that game. Yeah, it was, it was terrible. They looked so bad that they will be better. Yeah. Uh, but 
I kind of am rooting for the Bengals, but no, I'm going. I, I'd rather I'd rather root for the Bears. Yep. I I think a lot of people like in the back of their head, like they see the Bengals playing somebody, and I think they're inherently going to root for the Bengals. I see myself doing it, like a team yeah. that hasn't had success, and they got Joe Burrow, who's a super likable guy. Mm-hmm. I know. Like, I love Burrow, but I think a lot of people I'm, in the same boat as you. You're you're going to inherently root for them all yeah. year. Yeah, I think the Chicago offense is going to be a lot better than they were last week, and that could bode a little bit different for Cincinnati. If I'm going one way, I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to go money line Chicago. Step out on a ledge um, and, and try to go that way. And okay, we'll be there, and I'll leave. Like that. But I'm staying away. But I'm staying away. No, I'm cheering for the Bears. Shout out Turner. Yep. Go Bears. Somebody on this podcast went on a limb and took the. Oakland Raiders money line and got some looks. Did look yeah. how that turned out. Yeah. So the next one I got here, LA goes to Indianapolis. So we're going through the noon Sunday slate. This yep. game's a little, uh, Indianapolis, you know, Seattle is really good this year. And we'll get to that. And they looked really good against Indianapolis, but LA is favored by three and a half on the line that I'm getting right now at Indy. Hmm. I have a hard time not picking L.A. in this one just because I didn't see what I needed to see out of Indy. I didn't. Uh, no, I, I'll go first. Uh, I have this as part of my NFL parlay. Rams, I, I heard you say it's down to minus three and a half. Yep. Love that even more because what I had of that was minus four. Uh, so I'm glad I haven't placed that bet yet. I'm definitely taking the minus three and a half. Rams, they're going to go to Indianapolis, and as long as they show up, they'll kill them. They're better at all phases of the game. Uh, quarterback play, better. Offense, better. Defense, nasty and better. Uh, receivers, Rams. I mean, you can just keep going down the list. Uh, I, yeah, I, Carson Wentz, I can root for Carson Wentz, but, man, he makes it difficult. He makes some decisions where it's like, dude, yeah. What are you doing? And that, not necessarily in, in that game against uh, Seattle. I know Seattle's good, but if, you're at home. They had to travel week one. I don't know. It's just a game where L.A. matches up so well with Indianapolis. Name a, yeah. name a guy better than Michael Pittman in Indianapolis receiving core. I mean, like, it's, it's pretty deleted. Bad. And you got guys on the edge like L.A. has that, you know <sighs> – that's a bad matchup, in yeah, my opinion. I want to take Indy. Yeah. Indianapolis's top receiver last week was Jonathan Taylor, a guy that's known for not catching balls out of the back. Right, right. Yeah, that's like, just bad. Yeah, they're, so. they're, it's not a team that, like, really scares you. Like, yeah, they could be good. Like, like I, I see them with a teetering between that eight and nine, like, because they're a good football team, but they don't scare anybody. Vanilla Indianapolis Colts. We can just they're call them. They're so vanilla. vanilla. Mm-hmm. Dude, they're vanilla. Yeah. yeah. They don't even have chocolate syrup on them. They're no. just plain old vanilla. You could yeah. talk me into a little hot fudge sundae, but no, no chocolate syrup on that sundae. Just a regular old bull ice cream. Just a, just a dollop. <laughs> yeah. If we're, <laughs> if we're talking, if you want to put some, uh, you know, ice cream before you get your crab legs, we got New Orleans. New Orleans, New Orleans, yeah. at Carolina. I think this game is going to be a lot of fun because I'm not sure how Carolina 
Really is going to – this is like a Sam Darnold tester game, in my opinion. We're going to see what he's about. We're going to see what Carolina's about. And we're also, like, I'm not going to put a lot of stock into New Orleans week one other than Jameis looked really good. But, like, this game is a, a true, like, yes, Jameis threw five touchdowns. Is he going to do it again? He has the ability to. So I'm staying away from this game solely because I have no idea still how either of these teams are going to really look by the end of the year. But New Orleans favored by three and a half at Carolina. Give me your guys's your guys's take on this. Uh, I'll go first. The only thing that scares me is I like I, I saw the thing that came out yesterday. I'm trying to look at it now. They had eight people test positive for oh. COVID and they're out. The Saints New Orleans did. did. Yeah, they had eight. They had eight people. I, I don't know what the eight names are. But it's, it's eight people, and they obviously wouldn't have said eight if it wasn't some people they were going to play. And then I think yeah. even – I think Marshawn Lattimore is out too. Oh. So, I, th- I think this is – obviously, this, the Saints – if they didn't lose any offensive linemen, they still had the running back. I think they're going to do what they just did last week and just repeat it and just run it down their throats. But I yeah. can see it – I, I, this would be a game I'd just stay away, away from. But I'm with you guys. I, I mean – I don't. I honestly don't know what's happening this week with all those people out, and that I mean, it's a shitty deal. Yeah, it is. Um, I have been high on the Panthers, honestly, all since we started the pod. Um, but I don't think I'm high enough on them because I think the Saints are just a better team overall. But like I said, Carolina, they're going to be kind of like maybe the NFC uh, Bengals. They might be a team that everyone's kind of rooting for, but just might not be good enough yet to get over that hump. Right. I have questions on their defense. I don't think their D-line and their linebackers are all that great. I like Shaq Thompson a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they were flying around on on Sunday, but they played the Jets, who yeah. have got to be – they're worse – the Jets are worse than the Lions. They're the worst team in the NFL. Um, and so I'm curious to see what the Panthers can do against good good offense. Yep. Um, so yeah and if I'm betting this I'm gonna go New Orleans three and a half I'm gonna I'm gonna bet that but yeah for for purposes of, of trying to provide the listeners for the best case I mean yes you want to eat at New Orleans here but you really don't know what Carolina could bring and Lucas uh, I just looked it up six offensive personnel one I think training staff and one offensive player out of the eight that make up the COVID for New Orleans so not going to affect the players a ton, but the travel and the things that could come with that. Maybe Jameis yeah. isn't uh, – you never know who is on that offensive staff that, that is out. So Yeah. That's what I saw. It was eight, eight mm-hmm. people. And I think I for sure am – I think Marshawn Lattimore is not playing. Yep. But if that offensive line's That's good, a- no, I think I think you just sit here and you roll with the Saints again. Yep. Easy. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> Next we go to – Cleveland, Ohio, and you get the Houston Texans are coming to town. Houston, uh, a great call by the pod. If you listen to the pod last week, we pretty heavily went Houston with the with the veteran group. They showed a lot of good stuff there. Tyrod Taylor, uh, Mark Ingram, and the bunch. Houston didn't look too bad, albeit they played one a you know played a Ugh. terrible Jacksonville team, which we'll get to losing, but. 12 and a half points is what Cleveland is favored. I don't see this being an absolute blowout by any means, guys. And this could be a hot take on my end. I know Cleveland is really, really good. And I I think they're one of the top five best teams in the NFL at this point. But 12 and a half points is a lot of points in the NFL. 
I agree. Uh, but quite honestly, uh, I think Houston just was beneficial off Jacksonville. They just right. have bet. They have more veteran leadership um, and stuff, and like they had a lot more players that have been there before, uh, done that, and it was on the road. And I just don't see how Houston, like he, I don't see how they can go to Cleveland and and win, let alone mm-hmm. keep it close. I mean, the Cleveland I saw is was really scary. Like really scary. Like you gotta have you have to have Patrick Mahomes to beat him. That's the only way you can beat him right now in my eyes. Um, their offense is just gonna get swarmed by their defense. I thought the Browns' defense was very impressive. Um, so I think that will that yeah I I have nothing else to say on that. Obviously, there's blowouts in the NFL, but I think I don't know Blaine if you committed to something, but I. That's a lot of points, man. And it's obviously a lot of people are going to be out in Cleveland. If you wait till Sunday around 1130 to bet that game, I think you might be even catching two tutties. Mm-hmm. I think they – I honestly, like in my heart of hearts, thinking they could keep it to 14. I mean – I agree. But why do you think that? Because... I, I honestly, like, I've never once talked – like, obviously he's not a good quarterback, but I, I don't think anybody's ever heard me talk shit on Tyrod Taylor – or Tyrod, excuse me – I think he's – I mean, he's a solid NFL quarterback. You go look at his stats, like, he's a perfectly 500 quarterback or above 500 quarterback in the NFL where he's been on bad freaking teams. Like, he's been put in shitty-ass situations, and he's always just done fine. He's going to be able to scramble if he needs to scramble if they all, like, over his ass. Like, and they can run the ball a little bit. You, you saw Brandon Cooks is an elite wide receiver when he's healthy, and he looked healthy the other day. Like yeah. – they can they could hold their own for a little bit, and all they got to do is keep it close. They're like, going to score. They're going to yeah. score. Tunsil's at, at left tackle. He's going to hold a little bit to, to Garrett, and they're going to get – you know, they're going to score 14 points. I think that's – I think that if somebody wants to bet that game, I think it's just a tough game to bet. Like, right. And if you, if you do want to bet it, I would lean towards Texans keeping it close to 14. Absolutely. I agree. If I'm going yeah. somewhere, that's where I'm going. Yeah. And I think the line will grow. As you say, veteran yeah. move by you, it will grow. So yeah. hold off on hey. that until you can get a better line. I got one question for you, Lucas, about Cleveland. How's our girl Lynn? Might have to shoot her a text, ask her how she's doing. I saw she went to the game. That's pretty sick. I would I would lay off. I'd let it settle until maybe a week or so. She's dealing with some uh, dog issues right now. That oh, so I, okay. I would put it off. Mm. So I she was a ex like she was exceptionally down on Monday when I talked to her, but. Yeah, yeah it's it tough. A, I mean, that's tough. That's tough when you get the day off on Sunday and you're like, you know what, I'm going to go watch my favorite NFL team. Yeah. And then you watch and them lose like that. I have a lot of respect for her because she is a legit fan. She is an A1, day one Browns fan. Yep. yep. You, cannot, like, you cannot shit on her too much because, I mean, no. she, stuck it, she stuck it out. I hate Cleveland, but, yeah, shout out to Lynn. Yeah. Um, Blaine, onward, brother. Yep. Buffalo at Miami. This is a great game. Um, I'm not – I was a little bit low on Miami week one uh, against New England, and they came out, and their defense looks as good as it did last year. And it is really good. S- point being, Pittsburgh made Buffalo's offense last week look bad. Josh Allen looked bad. The Buffalo Bills – had trouble had trouble scoring and i think they have trouble scoring again this week at miami in division rivalry and you love division rivalries like this earlier in the year 
I want to hear what you guys have to say before I announce my pick, but this game's going to be a little bit of a battle. I said it last week, and I'm so glad I don't sound like an idiot. I, I drink I drink that – what are we calling it? Dolphins. But Salt water. What, what, what are we calling their color? You were drinking some orange Kool-Aid earlier in the week. I drank some turquoise. Teal. Is it tur- teal? teal or, I couldn't decide. Is it teal? Sure. We'll go with it. I was drinking some yeah. teal cool. I was drinking some teal Kool Aid, and I did not look like an idiot. I bet they, it's they, a, that's a sweet color too. Oh. Like that's like an extra sugary color. The oh teal. yeah. <laughs> I, I I told you I really like that team. I knew they were going to come out. They have the the best corner in the league. I think he's better than Jalen Ramsey. Even Howard, the best corner mm-hmm. in the league. You can do a lot of stuff when you have an absolute lockdown corner. Right. You can shut off a side of the field basically. That's a good team. I said they were going to play good defense. Their the running game looked. Uh, but like, I mean, Miles Gaskin do everything out of the backfield. I think that's another tough game for Buffalo. I obviously don't know if I'm going to sit here and say they're going to beat Buffalo, but I mean, they're catching some points. I think that's an easy bet. Three and a half, hundred percent easy bet. I like the Dolphins. I said it last week. I'll say it again. They didn't disappoint. That seems like a game that just 100% comes down to which quarterback plays better. Yeah. Like, if Josh Allen goes down there and does what he's capable of doing, I don't see how Miami can even compete with Buffalo. But when Josh Allen goes down there and runs back for 17 yards and fumbles behind him and kicks it around and they recover two or three fumbles or get a pick or some stupid special teams play, Miami's going to be around. I do like Miami. I think that they are really good on defense, like you guys have both said. But my worry with Miami is I don't think Tua is good. No. I just don't. I'm no, sorry. I, I just don't think so. That's that's what I was going to get into because, like, when I was talking about all the Kool-Aid I was drinking last week and buying into them, and then you came out, Blaine, and were just shitting all over Tua. You really mm-hmm. shit. I mean, you backed it up well. But, like, I, I now kind of see what you were saying. Like, obviously, I've seen it because I watch football, but – he he doesn't stretch the field like he's not he doesn't he no. has like he has the vertical threats but whenever you don't have to worry about somebody putting a, a 35 yard ball on a dime it really shortens the field and you can kind of just sit up because I mean he he can 16 to 27 for 202 yards for a 7.5 yard average yeah. I mean he's playing like he's he's playing your that that mean that just he's not playing like deep threat football like right. in that you're not gonna you're not gonna beat the good teams if you can't throw a strike or two a no. game. You and know? Bill's defense, good. Yeah, so I, I, I see what you guys are saying with Tua. I do like the fact that he can kind of run and can get himself out of a little bit of trouble. He didn't really have to last week, obviously, but I see your guys' point when you're talking about Tua. He doesn't – he can't stretch the field, and that's, yeah. that's, yeah. that's tough. And the Bills last week, too, they made a lot of dumb mistakes that are very un- uncharacteristic of a McDermott team. Like, it, I remember watching a fourth and one on the near 50-yard line that it was just – getting too cute like they did a it was almost like a triple option that went to a screen of just of many options and it got blown up for like a six yard loss and that just they lost all hope Steelers went on like a 23-6 run and just dominated them in the second half I I don't see McDermott Allen and all those guys coming out again and laying an egg I, in division no, game, they're going to rebound. The Bills are going to rebound. If I go one way here, I think it's Bills. Um, I think I think I'm going to have to go Bills minus three and a half, just because I like the guys on the Bills on the offensive side more than I do um, with Miami. I'm not going to put my eggs into into. Well, I think I guess this is the first one we disagreed on today. Yep. What do you got, Chandler? Break the tie. 
I'm going Bills because I have Devin Singletary. So I want a touchdown or two even maybe. And I, I can see that happening in this game. This game feels like a game where Buffalo lives in the red zone yeah. for some reason to me. Yeah. Like there, there's and, and also this game, two things. One, love the color scheme in this game. Two, this game feels like a game that has some serious, like some sort of special teams, either blunder or explosive play. This is the division that's just, I mean, if you're a special teams player, you want to play in this division. Oh yeah. This is, this is a tough, this is a tough, tough matchup for both teams week two. It like really Miami, is. You want to get out and you want to kind of get your feet wet with a young team and get some easy wins. And the Bills coming off a tough week one loss and then you got a tough Miami team. This is, I mean, this is a, this will set the tone for both of these teams for the next two or three weeks for sure. Yep. It's a top three game of the week. Yeah. I don't think that this game necessarily makes Miami, makes or breaks Miami season, but it could send Buffalo into some sort of tailspin for a bit. Yep. It could. Absolutely. So, could. Exactly what we'll I was see. saying. Yep. Yeah. I love it. I love to talk around there. So pick your poison. Two great teams. 49ers at Philadelphia. Philadelphia is, um, you know, they had a great preseason. They beat up on a bad Atlanta Falcons team. They look good, but you can have to have – you have to say it with an asterisk. You have to. But have 49, to. 49ers also allowed Detroit to get back into the game late, only beat them by a touchdown. 49ers are favored by three going to Philadelphia. This is the – you know, a game in Philadelphia, first game in Philly. It's going to be a wild place to play. Because Philly thinks they're good this year, finally. They believe in Hurts after week one. And I, you know, I'm not buying into that. No. Who, who, what? There's just no way that Philly's good, right? Like, their roster just isn't great. I mean, they have no receivers. Like, I'm sorry. I think Jalen Rager is a talent. But you can't rely on him to be your number one. Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith looked good. He 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 went for like six six for sixty seven in a tutty. So he he looked he looked all right. Did he play the Niners secondary? Right. No, I, but I'm did, just saying. Didn't they lose their second their second best corner? Didn't he did he snap his leg in half? I I, I right? don't know. I think they lost Barrett last week. Oh, okay. Well, regardless, there's I mean there's still a good defensive team. So yeah. what I'm saying is. I, I'm not. I didn't buy anything that the Eagles showed me. Yes, they looked good, but uh, I think that was more about the Falcons and Lucas. I'm sorry to say no, that. No. I really. I, I have to. Eat, I have to eat everything you guys are saying. They looked atrocious. But um, well, I mean, hopefully, I think when the NFC East is good, it's 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 good for the NFL. So hopefully, maybe the Eagles are good. Football team's decent, and the Cowboys. I think they have some promise. So maybe that maybe that division's kind of on the up after being down pretty much the last three years. We'll see what happens here. I mean, 49ers running back situation is just as bad as anyone in the league with all the injuries that they've seen. Yeah, most are uh, out for a year. You're, you're relying on Garoppolo, and that's why a lot of people are really high on the 49ers this year, and I have a hard time just because of those two factors, and I don't I don't see how this offense can be great because of it. But, I mean, it's it, – it's, <sighs> This is this is just a tough one for me. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Forty ers favored by three. I'm gonna take it at Philly, and I'm gonna eat it. And, and just because if if Philly proves me wrong, please do. And that's how I'm gonna say. Yeah. 
Um, Lucas, you want to go or you want me to go first? Yeah, I'm, I'm getting like a little light in the back of my head like when you just talked about it. Garoppolo, I, I, I'm not buying anything he's putting out there. And you no. saw a couple of those blunders that he had last week, like with the, the, the just the like eighth grade level football blunders he had with the, <laughs> the fumbles. And it's just – I think I'm going to lean Eagles here. Okay. I don't know. Like I can't really back it up with football talk. I think there's just there's something in the back of my head. It's just like the Eagles might win this game, and they're I think they'll keep it close. Like I always love a good scrambling quarterback, which Hurts is, that has a good solid tight end. Because Goddard, I watched that I, mo- I watched that most entire game. Goddard looked legit last week. I mean, he was a second round draft pick for a reason. Right. South, yep. Shout out Missouri Valley Football Conference. Yeah, you bet. South Coast State. I love when a running quarterback has a good six foot six tight end to throw to in the middle. Mm-hmm. I can catch one-handed. Yeah, he's a yes. freak, man. So he caught I mean, the obviously, sickest. What? Go ahead. No, no go ahead. I, w- I mean, I was basically done. I was just like, obviously, that's not a lot of football talk to sway somebody to bet the Eagles. I just something's flicking in my head where it like, I just I'm not, I'm not buying into the San Fran, San Fran talk. Okay. No. Um. So you pick. You're going Philly. I, I think I'd lean Eagles here. Yeah. Gotcha. Blaine, you went. 49ers. Favored by three. I think that um, I talked a lot of shit on them, but I think I'm going to go Eagles. <laughs> nice. Okay. I really think that they uh, that they might win this game. I think it's tough for a team to go back to the East. I mean, I know Detroit's not on the East Coast, but it's far away from San Francisco. Now they got to go even farther. I think it's tough to travel in the back-to-back. Maybe they're a little tired from that. Um I don't like Garoppolo on the road. I think Detroit's kind of lame. I think Philly will be his first test. So, come on, give me Eagles. Okay. Also, shout out Aaron Denson. He's supposedly an Eagles fan. He's also a Patriots fan. He's also a Dolphins fan. He's and a probably good, a Cowboys fan. Nice. Good teammate and buddy of mine, but a little stab there. I have to tell him about that. Gotcha. One last note on this. Brandon Ayuk will be back for the 49ers, likely. Didn't play week one. It's a big part of their offense. Could, could open some things up. We're going to Jacksonville. Um, second week that a team has played in Jacksonville, the first time that Jacksonville has played in Jacksonville, Denver's travel in there. They're favored by six. So the Broncos minus six versus Jacksonville Jaguars. I think this can be pretty quick talk because we already talked about Denver pretty heavily. I'm going to go ahead and just put my book on the Broncos and be done with it. Um, They're a part of my – Denver minus six is a part of my parlay. Um, it's the second part of my uh, my NFL parlay this week. I think minus six is kind of lame. I mean, why would Jacksonville only be a six-point dog in this one after last week? Right. I think that's a steal. Denver, Teddy. If, if Drew uh, – I hate saying this. I think it's a different game if the Broncos have Drew playing quarterback. I really do. Yeah, it is. But, mm-hmm. like, Teddy seems to, like, almost just calm the team down a little bit more. And, uh, yeah, give me Denver. I hate that I'm so high on this AFC West team. I hate Denver. I hate them. But they seem like they're free points right now. It's, uh, that's just going to be one of those teams all year. If you see Jacksonville staying between that, like, getting, getting only, like, less than 10, you just bet against them. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah you just do. Like, and you don't think about what Vegas is doing if they know something. You just bet it and you roll with it, and this is one of those games where you just bet it and roll with it. The only thing positive I can say about Jacksonville is I think that team's going to win a lot of people some fantasy games because they're going to be down and they're going to let Trevor Lawrence throw the ball 
45, 50 times. Right. So that team was going to win some people some fantasy games, and that's about it. Shark had a nice yeah. week last week. Shout yeah. out James Robinson again, as we did in the last podcast. <laughs> I'm saying they're, they're going to be a fantasy team just to, to watch. Well, let me know when they get LaVisca Cheneau Jr. involved, because that's <laughs> what I'd like he to got a lot of, I had him. I, he had, I, had, I told you we were both high on him. He had a lot of targets. He caught six he, for like 60 and some change. He turns one of those into a touchdown. It's a good week. Yep. Yeah, but he didn't, and he stinks. I like um, it. Blaine, Oliver? Yep. I like it. I like it. This is another one that could possibly be quick. You guys, I don't know if you have any big tidbits on this, but um, at New York Jets, New England Patriots travel to New York, a short travel. Um, the Patriots are favored by five and a half. New York is without Becton, Mikhail Becton. Um, they had a few injuries there last week, and they didn't look very good. Patriots were – they should have beat Miami last week. I'm not sure if you guys watched that game, but they just, you know, it, it was in their hands and, and it kind of let it slip. So Patriots rebound here. I think they win by at least a touchdown. I'm taking new England minus five and a half. I don't think, yeah. I'll, I don't think we have to really explain anything here when we're talking about it. I think you just bet again, this is one of those games where you just bet it. You yep. bet, you bet new England and you probably want to bet the under cause or total points of what the Jets are going to store. Bill Belichick's just going to shut down anything they try to put out. <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. Bill like, Belichick oh. versus Zach Wilson. No, Oof. like you just you you take that and you 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 if you want to prop it up and have some fun. Bet bet under like Jets whatever their number totals at. Like cause yeah. I don't I don't think they score more than ten. Yep. Easy. No, I mean they're going to be. It's going to be. It could get. It could get ugly. I think Mac Jones settles in. I think he goes into this game with a lot of confidence. How could you not, dude? Yep. Um, they're probably going to go in there and try to out-physical him. The Jets have no chance in this game. There's no way. There's no way. So, no I, way. Sorry, Patriots are third leg in my NFL parlay. Minus five and a half. Nice. Okay. You, that's what you got to do, Chan. You got to beat up on the shitty teams early. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, dude, Bilicek. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. Especially after, you know, you just never know. Some of these teams aren't as good week one as uh, yeah. they're projected to be, and that's the way New England may look. Las yeah. Vegas travels to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is favored by five and a half. This game is one of my three favorite games of the week because I'm not sure who Las Vegas is right now. I'm not sure who they are. Uh, I think they rode the Vegas crowd because that place looked like a ton of fun. Yeah, it looked awesome. <laughs> oh, my God, what a game that we was. We said it, like, that thing looked sick. Yes. It looked like a rocket ship on the outside, too, dude. It, that it, thing looks awesome. That's the most Vegas game I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, one way, the next way, then this way, then the next way, and then somehow the Las Vegas Raiders win that game. So, Pittsburgh looked pretty good. Their defense looked really good against Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Um, I have a hard time not betting Pittsburgh, but one thing I want to point out here, Big Ben postgame show of Bills Pittsburgh to the press said that their Pittsburgh is going to have to ride their defense this year. With all the weapons Pittsburgh has and, and that out of a quarterback, I just don't love hearing that. I don't care who you are. I don't love hearing it. Yeah, uh, no, I, this is kind of a tough game, I feel like. Um, I mean, I hate saying something nice about the Raiders, but they did win that game. Their defensive line looked nasty. That actually opens up more questions than I think I have for Ravens' offensive line, more so than the Raiders' defensive line, but we'll get to that. Max Crosby is a certified beast. Mm -hmm. He is somebody that scares me. 
Um, but I think Pittsburgh I, – I just don't see the Raiders being able to go in there and win in Pittsburgh. Um, it just – it's not a good – it's not an easy place to play. And you got to have – got to have someone special. At the end of the day, I don't care what his numbers are. I don't really care much about him. He's just not I, – I don't trust Derek Carr. I do not think he's that good. I don't, I don't even care yeah. what his numbers are, honestly. There's just something about him. He's a garbage-time quarterback, I feel like. Most of his career has been getting killed. And then he gets big numbers. I'm sorry, it's just the way it is. And I I don't have any faith in him. I think I think Steelers Steelers win. Yep, yep. Short short week. Monday went was a long game. Played out on the wet. Like it took a long time. Probably took a lot out of him emotionally. And then you got the short week. Cut a practice out. I think I don't. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to say it because I think the Raiders are actually going to be pretty decent this year. But I think for this game currently right now, I think it's pretty easy to 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 take the uh, Steelers here. Yeah, Raiders are still hung over today. Yeah, that's, from... yeah, that, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, if you're going to tell me that some of those players didn't go out there and do a little something crazy on yeah. Monday night, come on. Exactly. Yeah, I, I really like Pittsburgh. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to go five and a half, but I'll at least go money line for sure, Pittsburgh. Yeah, you could definitely throw that in if you got a, a parlay set up and you want to add a pretty not safe game, but like something to juice it up a little bit more. I think you, yeah, I like that. Throw a little yep. money line, Pittsburgh. Yep. yep. Next one, we're going to the three o'clock slate, and we can go pretty quick through this one as well. Atlanta travels to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is favored by twelve and a half. It's a big line. Um, Do you see guy? You guys see that picture of Matt Ryan laying on his face? It was a meme as how bad the Atlanta Falcons offense was last week. Um, Tampa Bay, I just have no reason to think that they don't blow the doors off Atlanta. I should yeah. be putting time out for this segment on this this game. I need to be like I shouldn't be allowed to talk. I, okay, I, I honestly, we will exercise it. We're going to exercise it. Yeah. Uh, Atlanta has no chance. No, it's chance. going to be an absolute boat racing in Tampa, and uh, perfect place to have a boat race right there in the bay. So. Okay, mute button on loose, uh, Lucas. No take on here. We're just going to go to the next one. Minnesota yep. at Arizona. Um, this line is a little bit head scratching because Minnesota looks so bad. Uh, I don't want to say bad because since he got, you know, can be good, but Arizona favored by three and a half at home. Um, first game in Arizona for them. Minnesota's on the road again after a bad, uh, loss. I think if, if anything, Arizona looks so good up front and they look so good weapon wise that I have a hard time not, not hammering minus three and a half Arizona. Yeah, I'm really thrilled to hear you say that, actually, because I the Cardinals this morning were minus four and a half. I, mm-hmm. I think a less of points even better. Um, uh, so Cardinals are the, my last part of my parlay. So I guess I'll get them at minus three and a half for my 14 parlay. I love it. I think Arizona, I'm not uh, – I still think my, my take stands and I'm maintaining it that they are frauds. But uh, like I said earlier, they're, they looked pretty good week one. And they have a lot of weapons. I completely forgot about AJ Brown mm-hmm. or AJ Green. Sorry, AJ Green. AJ Green. Sorry. More look good too I, as a rookie. Also interesting. Two AJs, two different colors. AJ Brown, AJ Green. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean, guys? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now it's clicking. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> you guys' brains turn, and it's only ten yeah. fifteen. <laughs> uh, I haven't uh, hopped but on board with. What are you, were you, were you, do you have something else? Just, I was just gonna finish up. Yeah. Um, oh. I heard this. 
on another podcast, but I completely agree with it. It was, um, and I'm paraphrasing, but he was like, DeAndre Hopkins feels like he's on a fuck you tour. Like, has anyone talked about nice. him this offseason? Right. And he goes for two scores and has an unreal fantasy day. I mean, right. he just – I love it. I mean, when a superstar is pissed off is when a super – like, that's when they play their best. I mean, he could quietly be the best receiver in the league this year. He's a top three every year, I feel like. Right, but what I'm saying is she can, like, have, like, the number – Oh, you're saying, like, blow the doors off people this year? Yes, and just like, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm wide receiver one. Get over it. Hey, don't forget about me. Yeah, yeah. Year. I got yeah. you. Uh. I haven't really bought in like we've talked about him like last week and this week a little bit. I haven't really bought into like the Minnesota stinks. I think I might now. I think I just over the the course of these two weeks, Kirk Cousins had to throw the ball forty nine times. Right. If he has to go in there and throw the ball forty nine times again, you're if <laughs> Chandler Jones oh. and then JJ Watt, they'll they'll kill him. You don't want to throw the ball forty five fifty times against this pass rush that they've got now. Kirk Cousins was backing up, got yeah. sacked, I think, twice for more than 10 yeah. yards against a Cincinnati front. Yeah. So, great call, Lucas. This, yeah, this just – this seems like an automatic, like, put – put if, if you – let's say you win some 12 o'clock money, let's just say you, you put the bankroll right here on Arizona. Yeah, you turn right it. around and you double down on the card. Yeah, I think and, if you want to bet it early, you can. But if you win some money, dip it back in. Roll that bankroll on Arizona. I think they roll them. Yeah, like okay, so like in my instance, if my my earlies are like if my parlay is on in the afternoon, I have that with the Cardinals. But then like I put money just on the Cardinals game. Yes, okay. that's what I'm saying. You just you bet this yeah. one. You yes, hundred percent. This seems Kirk like a cousin stinks. And oh by the way, <sighs> Ryan damn. Tannehill, he can he's not a mobile quarterback, but he's mobile. You know, like he can get away better than Kirk Cousins can. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. And um, I'm going to go to the next one pretty quick because I like this game more than I like the previous. Dallas travels to L.A. Chargers. Los you're, Angeles, high, you're high on L.A. Los Angeles Chargers minus three and a half. They're favored by three and a half at home. Now, I'll be it. I'll be it here. One thing that's making me a little bit worried is the fans – from Dallas could take up to 60 plus percent of this stadium because LA yeah. Chargers just do not it just, just does not ring a ring a bell to anyone in that city at all they're all Rams fans San Diego's not going to travel up there but Lyle Collins on suspension I don't know if you guys saw today Demarcus Lawrence Cowboys defensive lineman is out broken with a foot, foot injury broken foot that's just Terrible. Michael Gallup is also out for this game for Dallas. After a week one tremendous showing versus the Bucks, they just get a tough draw at LA. And and I'm gonna have to go with Los Angeles in this one. Minus three and a half. Do we have an update on uh Zach Martin? We do not. He broke his foot, right? No, that was Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah. Oh, he was COVID. Yeah. Zach Martin was COVID protocol, right? Yeah, and he should be okay for this one. Okay, see, so I think I like Dallas within the number, honestly. Okay. Um, I'm not saying they're going to win, but I think it's a really close game. I would even, honestly, if I was doing a pick challenge, I, okay, well, actually, just between us three, I'll pick I'll pick Dallas to win. Nice. Okay. Money line. Uh, Blaine, yeah. what, did you, what did you go? 
I went Los Angeles, um, favorite three and a half, and I'm taking it. I'm hiring the Chargers this year. I am going to put my money where my mouth is. And I'm about to do – I'm just going to do it live here on air. Oh. We're going to set up a four-point teaser. Ooh. Oh, and my God. I'm getting a tingle. Punch it in. Punch gonna, it in. Let's, let's do this. An NFL mixed six-point teaser. This is a first for the Figure It Out podcast, folks. Okay. A bet being placed live on air. Lucas Gant going in. Four-point teaser. Lucas, what's the bet? Explain. I'm getting six points here. I'm going to take L.A. Chargers plus three. I flipped the line six. And then I'm going to go to our – seems like our mortal lock of the week, the Arizona Cardinals. I'm getting plus two. And let's just do – let's see what 400 does. Four, let's do 500 bucks. 500 to win 416. That's how much I love these two. Oh, that's big money. Let's yeah. do it. You can see it right here. Well, yeah, for those you're not gonna be able to see it, but we can see it. He has it. He has it written in, and I think he's gonna hit submit. That is, and a... that's quite the way to kick off the week two slate. I absolutely love it. The electricity is buzzing. I can feel it through the microphone, folks. Submitted, wow, that was electric. All right, yeah, Lucas, big Cardinals, big. Uh, who's the other team? <laughs> Chargers. Chargers. I don't. I don't. I, I think with all the heat that they took this week, I don't. I don't see the Cowboys going in there and being able to keep up. Yep. All They're right. riding well, the high. From, I picked Dallas. Riding the high for keeping it close to the Buccaneers and the Chargers. You know, one of the best defenses in the NFL. Coming off of a plan of game against them, I don't think Dallas' defense even remotely close to what they saw, and they're going to put up some points. So and I picked Dallas, but Lucas, I'm not going to be upset if I get the pick wrong. So go Chargers. <laughs> this would be good. This is good for the pod. Great for the yeah, pod. This is great for the pod. We're rooting for it for the podcast. All right. So somebody tell me that I need to feel something different than I do about the Tennessee Titans. They travel to Seattle. Seattle is favored by oh. five and a half. Seattle is really good, guys. And, and they had a great offseason with some additions. Tennessee's offensive line looked atrocious. I, I'm staying away from this because I really don't know what to think about Tennessee at this point. Uh, yeah, I'm way out on Tennessee after that performance and right. Seattle's performance. Um, I mean, we all know how tough it is to go to Seattle. It's their opening game. Yeah. Why would I don't th- I don't see anything for the Titans. Uh, from week one that could convince me that the Titans are going to go in there and win on the road in week two. Give me the Seahawks, whatever the number is, I'll hammer it. Nice. Yeah. I mean, this is, I think this is the same thing we were talking about with like the Bills Miami situation. Like this is just a tough game. If Tennessee loses this one, there's so much talk this offseason about how potent that offense is going to be. You go down there and you go, you go, Oh, and two. I mean, that's, that's tough to come out of early. And Seahawks are just a nasty team. Like, they get you into some nasty games, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Titans' saving grace yeah. is that division is horrible. No matter what, they're, they're the best team in that division. Yeah, and, and, and I guess I wasn't really saying it for that, obviously, because, yeah, they're still going to be in the playoff, playoff on 0-2 just because of how bad that team is. But I guess I was just more leaning towards, like, you don't want to get into a nasty game this early, and I feel like the Seahawks are going to make it nasty. And I oh, think yeah. you just got to lean them. Yeah. 
I agree. And I'm going to go on a limb here. And if I'm going to pick a spread, I'm going to go Tennessee to bounce back. Like I, I'm with you. I can't disagree, but it's I, just... I, I Seattle's not overpowering to where they're going to just throw up a ton of points and kick the doors out of Tennessee. They just won't. Tennessee's too good to get the doors kicked out of them after what happened to them last week. So yeah. if yeah. I'm, if I'm betting a spread, I'm going Tennessee plus five and a half, but I'm not betting that um, I'm staying away from this and, I wouldn't bet it either. I'll give you guys a fun prop bet that I just thought of in my head. If I don't know if it's out there, but you could bet. I would bet over on Tyler Lockett receiving yards, whatever it is. Mm, How is he consistently so good year in year out at the undersize he is? Because Russ can throw the shit out of a deep ball. That's dude. And and Tyler Lockett is a he's one of the best route runners in the NFL. I forget yeah. which corner came out and said he was the toughest guy he's ever had to guard. There was mm, a I can't say I know what out. I know what video you're talking about. Like he was listing like a top five, and Tyler Lockett was on there. I know what you're talking about, but I he's, can't. I believe he was number one. Was he? Yeah, I don't. I can't recall, but I know what but, you're saying. I'll back it up. But yeah, I mean, he's got. I, I think you you burned me on it one. I think he's a four three speed too. I think I was saying like high four four. I think he ran like a four three oh, nine at the combine. So he's so fast. And, and I think he's the best deep ball catcher in the league, maybe. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. when you say the like whenever Russell throws that moon ball and it just drops it right in a freaking bucket. Yeah, I mean he's ball. not better than Tyreek Hill on a deep ball, but I will give it to you as number two. So yeah, he runs like uh, the the Russell Wilson's deep ball is disgustingly sick. Yeah, so true. We're gonna skip the Sunday night game because we obviously know which one that is and we're going to go ahead and get the Monday night game out of advance so oh, we can okay. end on the Chiefs. Uh, Monday night game, in case you don't know, if you're listening to this pod, Kansas City plays Baltimore Sunday night and that's going to be a great game. But we're going to go Monday night, Detroit travels to Green Bay. Green Bay is favored by 11 and a half. I think Green Bay bounces back massively here against a bad Detroit defense. Aaron Rodgers bounces back. Um I might even take an 11 and a half spread, which I would never do, but I think Green Bay beats the doors off Detroit. Tell me why not. Obviously, we're both sitting here trying to tell you why not, and I don't think I can tell you why. I don't think so either. Um, The only thing I'm saying is I'm not betting that spread for some reason. I think Detroit can stay within that Mm -hmm. for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, I'm with you, Chan. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet it either. Yeah, that's like a rivalry game where Detroit seems like they try really hard. Mm-hmm. They never win, but they are gonna try to. Right. I <laughs> you know like what it. I mean? Like, I think that's a lot of points for a team that just lost 38 to three or whatever it was. You know okay. what I mean? Understandable. And 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 quite frankly, I I don't want to try to talk people into the Lions at all. But what I'm saying is. The Packers did not stop the run, and if there's one thing DeAndre Swift can do is run. So they better be able to stop DeAndre. Both they their running backs can. They got two good. That, I Jamal, mean, Jamal Williams, Williams right? A game. crossover. Like, yeah, oh, revenge game. Oh, revenge game. Boop, boop, boom. That Jamal Williams is a solid freaking running back. Okay. Yeah. So we got two plus 11 and a half. So I'm going to go the opposite way. And, and I think you're going to win. Well, I like it. I like it. So let's go to Baltimore, MT Bank Stadium. Um, earlier in the year, before week one and all the injuries happened to Baltimore, this is the game that scared you the most, Chandler Collins, going to Baltimore week two. 
Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was one of them. Um, the Chiefs are favored by three and a half. Uh, I'm gonna go Chiefs three and a half, but this game is is one of those where it's a tough one because you don't really know who Baltimore is after seeing them with that game. They had so many chances to blow it open. They didn't. The Chiefs, Mahomes looked amazing. Where are you guys going with this? Lucas, you go ahead. Oh, he's got the pull up again, and he just bet it. So you just bet the Minus one that you three had? and a half Chiefs locked in. Oh. How much he risked, but he 275 put it on. to win 250? Is that what that is? Yes, that's exactly what it is. I don't know. Yeah. And I. Uh, and, that one doesn't even see I honestly this boy, game doesn't scare me for some reason. It does. No. I, was, I was scared for you guys last week because I knew how good yeah. the Browns were gonna be this year. The Browns are tenfold better than Baltimore in my head. Hundred percent. This game doesn't scare head. me at all. Baltimore. Yeah, they're Frank's back, Tyron's back. Um Baltimore is so they can't do anything without a running back. Like no. what? What about the passing game scared you? Not anything. And I know, happened. I know Lamar Jackson can only throw up the middle. If he needs to throw All a right. fifteen-yard out ball, he's not making that throw. He does not no. scare me unless they somehow magically hit. For you guys, completely, completely agree, and. And the defense, their defense just—I took—I like, said it last week. I think the offense just better. The, the the Baltimore defense doesn't it doesn't scare me anymore at all either. They're, yep. You guys couldn't really name me anybody, and then they got thirty three put on their ass by the by the Raiders. Yep. Yeah, and really um, Andy Reid has not lost to Baltimore as a Kansas City Chiefs head coach. Yeah, two thousand fifteen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. When? Win in overtime, win and win. So, yeah. I love that stat, Blaine. Wow, thank you for that. That's what I'm saying. It just—it's not a scary game this week, I don't think, boys. I think you can just take this one. To the I think we—we we need to be a little hesitant. I mean, this Baltimore at night and the crowd—it can, you know, they can feed off that. But right. Chiefs, if the Chiefs show up, they have never proven they can't go on the road. Um, <laughs> And that's why and I was saying, like, so, don't be scared. Like, this one, like, yeah, it, it makes sense that the Baltimore's a decent team and they have Lamar Jackson. So, like, theoretically, you, you should be like, ooh, I don't know what's going to happen here. But it doesn't scare me. The only thing that scares me, just a tad bit, is – and I even said this last week, but this is a little more. Who's going to be, you know, kind of may, maybe in charge or spying Lamar Jackson? Is it going to be Ben Neiman? Um, no Willie Gay it might might kind of scare me a little bit, but they're going to have to be a little bit crafty in there, but it's, it's not enough to stray me away at all. But there could be some things that – I hope they build something in. I, we, I talked about him a little bit. I Dude, Nick Bolton looked like he was flying he, around. He, yeah, he did look pretty good. Did he not? Yep, yep. He's he a like bigger he, human than I thought he was. Yes, too. He no, I agree. Like he yeah, he looks in there big and, out and there. Scrum it up with the boys. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. he. I think he's going to be a big factor for you guys this year. Yep. Uh, Kenny, I'm not for sure that we should man him up on Lamar. I wasn't saying that. I was just saying like oh. he gives you a little bit better option than Ben freaking Neiman at linebacker. Right <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a place. He started. He in, ended up starting too. Yeah. By the way, which was not predicted on the pod by me. There's Ooh, a play Bolton? that. Yeah. Yeah. That is in my head. That's been in my head. Where Kareem Hunt, it's like a stretch play to the right, 
Ben Neiman's like the backside linebacker, and he's running down the down, down the line of scrimmage, and he's just not he can't so get slow. there. He's so slow. He gets beat Dude, to the edge get every there. time. Every time. It, it's just it's just bad. Colin and, Saunders is faster than Ben Neiman, and that's that's one of our. We're not going to spend too much time on the Chiefs because we broke it down already. But like, I think that's our worst position as linebacker. Yeah, and it it clearly shows against teams that can run. So hopefully. Um, Baltimore doesn't realize that. Yeah. And my <laughs> final point here is Baltimore fan base. Like, yes, it is at Baltimore, their first game at home. But they get the Chiefs after that loss. They're defeated right now. They know they're going to get beat. They're not going to be – I mean, they are going to be loud. They're going to be drunk. But it's not going to be one of those things to where they're coming in there thinking they're going to kick our ass or beat us. They just – I don't think the whole city thinks they can beat us. They're in They're in Baltimore and we're in Midwest Missouri. Like, they, they don't give a shit about us. Like, <laughs> they want to beat those – they want to beat the Browns, they want to beat the Bengals, and they want to beat Pittsburgh. That's, that's really it. I think that's all their fan base gets really amped up about. I don't think they give a shit about Midwest Kansas City. That's fair. With, yeah, yeah, probably not. You're right. All right, Chandler. I think the last thing we have to do here, uh, we went through the whole slate. So uh, kind of a specialty to the pod is we're going to go every week, one through seven, AFC, your favorite rankings, and then NFC, your favorite rankings. So going down the line for the AFC, uh, your playoff prediction teams, Chandler, who do you have uh, for your AFC favorites? Right now. Okay, AFC in this order. I have them. I had a. I. I. I went about it like if I thought the playoffs started today, who would mm-hmm. be one through seven? Okay, yep. so I went Chiefs, Browns, Steelers, Bills, Chargers, Ravens. I'm not wild about it, but I still think that they somehow make it in. And then I actually, after week one, I have Denver in the playoffs oh, at seven. Okay. Yeah. That is mine. Blaine, what's your buddy? Yep, I'm going to go Kansas City 1, Cleveland 2, Pittsburgh 3, but there's a massive toss-up between number 4, Los Angeles Chargers. And I hate to do this to the Bills because I think the Bills can be that 1-2-3 team, but after that week one showing, I can't. So I'm going to go Kansas City, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, LAC, Buffalo, Baltimore, then I'm going to put Vegas as, as the last slot there. The Colts kind of blundered, and, uh, you know, Vegas might might be okay. I had three honorable mentions. I had three for each league that I would like that were on fringe, you know, kind of. I don't even put Indy in my fringe. I put Tennessee in my fringe before, yeah. I, put, yeah. before I put Indy. Yeah, I agree. And I think if Tennessee bounces back this week, then they're for sure fire above Vegas. I mean, every day yep. of the week. I or do too. I also, I honestly, I'd put Titans over uh, the Ravens if they bounce back this week. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, okay, moving forward to the NFC. You want me to go first again? Yep, go ahead. Okay, I went with Tampa, number one. Um, Rams, two. Cards three, mm-hmm. Niners four, Saints five, Seattle six, and I threw Dallas in at the seven because I think they will win the NFC East. I think they're just they're just the best team in the NFC East, honestly. Nice. Um, and my honorable mentions that were that could have been any, like you no, know, in the seventh or a little bit higher. Um, I put Philly and Washington football team in there. I still, I'm still believe 
I have belief in the football team. I think their defense is that good. Yeah. I think they're good. they're going to be in every game they play just because their defense can keep them in it. I agree. So I I like that, and I'm going to put um, Tampa Bay, Los Angeles Rams, Seattle. Seahawks above Arizona, but I think Arizona could go as high as two on my board at this moment. Mm. That's how good they looked. But I'm gonna, like I said, oh. Tampa Bay, L.A., Seattle, Arizona, San Fran, Green Bay, and the Washington Football Team. Wow, you have Green Bay in there. Yep, I'm gonna put Green Bay. I think they just blundered really bad. I think they're still athletic enough to to make a playoff spot. Okay, I like it. Um, I wanted to mention one more honorable mention that I had. I I'm going to just maintain this. I think the Panthers sniff around the playoffs this year. I really do. I just – something about them. I, I like Matt Rule a lot, and and McCaffrey is so good. My God, he's good. And he just adds – he adds a he adds something to the, to the team. you got to maintain – got to know where he is at all times, and I think that really teams, like, freak out about it, and rightfully so, yeah. but I think it opens it up. Yeah, I, I think that could be a dark horse, at, rightfully so. It's, it's a really so, good call. It's not a dark horse to, like, make noise, but it's a dark horse to get that seventh spot. Yeah. Yep. Lucas, did you – Yeah, I have – so I made a – I didn't know to do that, but I made a quick little list. Did you guys have the Chargers on your AFC top seven? 100%. Yeah. Did you guys both? What did you guys have them at? I have Chargers at five. I have Chargers at four. Really? See, it's like when I was just going through it and I went like, because you, you can't really put them in the top five because they're not going to be a top five team in my head. Like if you go playoffs because you got Casey in there. So mm-hmm. I, put them, I put them all the way down at seven, honestly. Right. So that was, go that through, was the go only through one. your list, Lucas. Go through your list. Okay. AFC, I put, I put Casey. Two, I went Cleveland. Three, just because of like division-wise, I went Bills, even though I think obviously Pittsburgh should be above them. But I went Bills three. Pittsburgh four, Miami five, Baltimore six, Chargers seven. Nice. I don't. I don't mind that one bit. I like right? my. I like your. Neither Chandler or I had Miami up in there, and that's, and that's a team you got to that... have one of the. You got to have one of the AFC East teams high because they're going to win most of the games yep. up there. So yep. currently, yeah, yeah I didn't even like, think about the. Yeah. I didn't even think about the Dolphins really. Yeah. No. And then uh, NFC, I went. I think ours was pretty even here. I think with. I think I was with you, Blaine. I went one Tampa, two Rams. And then I, I, I have them looking at it right now. I put Seattle, but you can't really put Seattle three because they're in the same division of the Rams. So I think you got to go New Orleans three, right, right. Seattle four, Arizona five, six, San Francisco seven, Green Bay. Yeah. I, can, I didn't put I, – I hope Green Bay gets it figured out, but I think they have some issues on defense. You guys, I really blundered too. Revision, um, I, didn't, I did not get New Orleans in my, in my top seven. You didn't? Yeah, no. they're a three or so, four for me. Yeah, they're, they're up there. Yeah, I think I had them at, at five. I have them at five above San Fran, and I'm going to slip mine around and go Tampa, L.A., Seattle, Arizona, New Orleans, San Fran, um, Green Bay. So. Yeah. Okay. okay. I like it. So, what? yeah, Lucas, uh, that's honestly my fault. I should have told you. But we'll just every – from here on out, just bring a yeah, seven no, update. I'm good. I think I'm going to yeah. just – I think I made it on a little post-it. I think I'm just going to keep my post-its too and then just see how differently my mind changes over yeah, the course I'm of a, the week. I'm, a, I'm new now I'm a memo pad guy. So nice. I've just been ripping sheets off and, and writing everything down on those. I, like, I love 
I'm a weirdo, dude. I like these little, like I'm a, like a little reporter. I got the tiny little notepad. <laughs> You put it in the, you put it in the pocket of your tea. I like finding these little things. You just, you whip it out of your pocket or something. You're just like, yeah, let me jot that down real quick for your coach. You want what? Okay. Yep. Got it. They got the pen with the, with the little clip on the end uh, outside of the pocket and they got the legal pad inside of the pocket. I look like a little reporter with my memo book. Oh, love it. Any any Alrighty, team boys. That, any team before we leave, just any team that you guys think is gonna surprise the people this week at all. Um I guess so, yeah. Let's let's just go through the let's speed through the the list real quick in our heads and just pick like a dog that we would pick, right? Yep. Okay, I've got mine. Hit it. I hate it is to you, Turner. Bengals plus Bengals. two and a half. Nice. Bears. Uh, I got mine. I think I just got to ride with it. This is just a, a gut pick. Yep, I think go. Let's, go, let's go. Let's go. Dolphins money line. They're they're plus okay. three and a half. Give me Dolphins money line. Let's just ride this until they kill me. I love that. I'm gonna go with a Tennessee bounce back. Very competitive at Seattle. Wow, I think that's an extremely hot take. If it cool. is one, though. You look really knowledgeable if it pays off. I'll give you that. But I, I disagree saw him, greatly. I saw him leaning that way when we were talking about it. He yeah, I did to, too. He was wanting to pick that bounce back, like because he, you guys were so high on him last week. He's got something yeah. for Tennessee, and he wants him just to bounce back. Come on, He's Julio. Tennessee. No, Come on, I AJ. They didn't look good, but yeah, they hey, could I'll, get the speed off of him. I could very well be wrong, so. All right, boys, this was fun. Uh, we'll look forward to next Thursday. Good luck this weekend, you guys. We'll be talking, but um, good to have you guys on. Love it. Appreciate it. Peace. See, see you, boys. Later.